0: What's going on, everybody? This is Julian Lytle. This is another episode of Ignorant Bliss. On this episode, um, it's really just a conversation between some, some old friends. Um, it's with my one of my usual um, people I have on this show, my uh, occasional co-host, uh, Ronald Wimberly, um, you know, illustrator, comic artist, and uh, our friend Arison Lex Mistrovic. He is a fine artist designer um he does a little bit of everything. He he designed like stuff for the CFDA uh awards one year. He's worked with the MoMA. He's worked with uh recently the uh Hyde in Japan in Tokyo, Japan. Um like literally he does so much stuff. It's kind of hard to say what he has done. He's a, he's always with he does a lot of stuff with Scope in Miami during Basel. He's done he's made films with the BBC. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. His work out in, in the White House. Um, yeah, Kenzo fashion label, LVMH. You know that's the company that that owns a lot of different brands. Well, the, actually, I think the biggest lifestyle brand. You know is Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. Uh, he's worked with Nike, Donna, Kanye, Rihanna, whole bunch. Of, so he's worked with so much stuff. So it's basically us just talking about art, just having a friend you know, friend conversation, talking about stuff you know, we think about all the time, art, creative, like how to interact in, in the, the game today, especially with things like Instagram and social media, and art world in general we talk about, we talk about Basil from this past December, we talk about Complex Con a little bit. Uh, some stuff with, with Ron Wax and Poetic about, you know, finding a market and an audience for his stuff. It's, it's really, it's like my episodes, but it isn't like my episodes. You know, this a jumps and parts, uh, just from different subjects back and forth. I hope you enjoy it. If you'd like to look more into Lex's work, it's, uh, aerosynlex.com, That's A-E-R-O-S-Y-N-L-E-X. Um, that's also his handle on Instagram. That's also his handle on Twitter. Um, for Ronald, you know his Twitter is at Um It's also his Instagram is is Ronald Wimberly. Uh, website, all his different tumblers. Me, Julian Lytle, L Y T L E. That's me on all the social media sites. Um, ignorant Bliss podcast at gmail.com is email. If you ever, if anyone ever decides to contact me about the show, um, it's on Mixcloud Cloud, it's on Blog Talk Radio, about, um, part of the Critical Network of Shows. Um, it's on Stitcher, Google Play, you can find me, just Ignorant Bliss. Always iTunes. If you like it, leave a review. Um, you don't have to share it if please. I like sharing, you know, more numbers, the better. Um, it's also on SoundCloud. Comment, share it, repost all that type of stuff. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoy the music drops um, and the uh, notes, the show notes. You'll see links to my current playlists. Um, I'll try to drop a couple more episodes pretty soon. I got a lot of stacked up and other things been stopping my, my mode of editing, you know. But I'm trying to get even more stuff out there. More stuff for the springtime that's coming up. up. And it's I'll holler at y'all later. Stay up. up. Peace. I got the moves. I got the moves.
1: I'm making moves. You gotta move. You gotta move. She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. God damn. I made the city move. Like, whoa. I I made the city move. I got the moves. I make move. I got the moves. I got the moves. I make it moves. I make a moves. You got to move. You gotta to- She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. God damn. I made the city move. Oh, I do- I make the city move. I do. Look. Give me the ball and I won't have to pass it. I ain't passing out till I'm asthmatic wow. I take a play and then I back to back a hit after hit. Check the batting average. I take the
0: work, flip it, acrobatic. Got a little time and a lot of talent. Do a little talking and a lot of action. Seen the competition, hmm, not
2: a challenge. I lean, I move, i move, doing the- <laughs> <laughs> back, now, kind of Yo, well, hello. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> What's good? What man?
3: man? this man's watching this crazy video that Kaya. <laughs> <in. laughs>
1: It's just the Wendy's training video For hot drinks (laughs) Uh, First of all I ain't know Wendy's had hot drinks
3: You know what I'm saying
1: They had frosties Frosties
3: And and, like sodas And like frosty shakes
4: Yeah I was telling the homegirl about like Dipping the fries in the fucking frosty That's the move
3: So many people do that and I ain't never do that man I'm like I don't (laughs) want to mix the fries It's the
2: move It's the move What's up y'all <laughs> What's, What's up <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm decent. good man How you
1: been man
4: uh, Decent just Fucking Stressed out a little bit It's got mad shit to fucking Try and finish And I'm I don't know Just like Trying not to do anything I was fucking being lazy <laughs>
3: <laughs> y- Y'all been working hard You deserve like a couple days To be lazy You know what I'm saying
4: no, I've been like dicking around enough. Like, I mean, I shouldn't be lazy now, but I'm just I don't know. It's a little, it's been a little hectic. I got to prep for this shit for Japan, and um, yes, yeah, so I'm trying to get some stuff done. I got a couple weeks left. Well, you too. You got a couple weeks before you leave, right?
1: Yeah, I leave on
4: the uh, 16th. <clears throat> yeah, like honestly, me too. Probably I got like a day or two around that. This
1: is when I'm going to be out. And you're just going to be there for, like,
3: cars and send me, like, some next level.
1: Oh, you already know, man. You already mm. know. I got you on the postcard. Yo, um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> i was looking at memes.
4: You want a date or you got
1: uh, I'm just, I'm on funny blacks. It's like this dude,
3: he oh, like, God. when you're high as fuck at the football game, and this nigga's just like. the <laughs>
4: Xbox <laughs> Yo, hold up, man. Funny blacks. Don't that joint sound
3: like a, uh, the new hood type of, uh, like, Cigarello the, the L- Yeah, yeah.
1: Yo, let me get, let me get, let me get, uh, let me get, I'm gonna get this Arizona. I'm gonna get some funny blacks. Uh, <laughs> vanilla.
2: Funny blacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not <nah>, anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, man. Shit. Yeah. So like you only there for like a couple weeks though, right?
2: So yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So I can't really go for too long which sucks. I'm gonna go over there, do this shit, and basically come back.
1: You're gonna be back there later in the year?
4: Um, Yeah, I'm definitely going back for my conference for the United States-Japan Leadership Program thing that I'm doing. So I'm going back. I already confirmed, yeah, the the shit that you, you know, your application or whatever. um, The the program conference is like in July or June, so I'm definitely going back then. I mean, you know, depending on how the shit works out, I might be back before then. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm trying to be there and, and really trying to get out to the rest of Asia. There's some other potential projects that might happen um that I'm trying to figure out for like Shanghai. When is that? So, that I don't know. I mean that's that's all up in the air. Like I'm Well you know, when is my the conference
2: year? again?
1: July. July, okay. Mm. Late June or July if I'm not mistaken. So you're gonna miss you're gonna miss um gonna I mean I was soccer.
2: there
1: for
4: I was, honestly I was there all of fucking Hanami this year and I did <laughs> went to the park like one time it's like damn <laughs> you, you know I don't in,
1: though. I know I'm yeah. not gonna be outside during the day no, no way no I, yeah. <laughs> I saw it at yeah. night I, I got right, drunk right right, but, right right, he's like what is this shit in the air is it snowing <laughs> <yeah. Lex laughs> it's a pretty vampire uh, yeah
3: <laughs>
4: fucking hiking yo but
1: like
4: yeah, I was just it's a lie. this is cool it's dope like Pretty, but then I was like, "All right, like you can check that off
1: the list, right?" <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm like, "Cool." Like, you see it around, and like the trees are really pretty, but like I didn't really hang out at the fucking park or whatever. Like,
2: yeah.
4: yeah. So this whatever, it's it's cute for a little bit, but like, like yeah, I did it. So um, if I mean the weather is nice, it's like nice weather. and you know. Just before it gets nasty. It's before it gets hot, yeah, because the summertime's time's worse. Like it's a, I'm kind of not excited about being there during the summer, but. Yeah.
1: I don't mind it. I kind of like it over there when it's hot. So. But yeah, um, cool. Maybe I'll try to be there. Like, I was thinking, I want to go again. I haven't been there for, like, a good long time in, like, years. You know what I mean? So I want to go. I was talking to Mecca about trying to do, like, that three-month stint again. You know what I mean? Just chill out, get, get like, the little spot where I'm working and just, like, finish up like some Sunset Park you know what I mean just like get all my reference and everything together and just you know chill man
4: It'd be amazing
1: you know like start to get try to get my language up again you know what I mean try to get it to a level like is decent you know and then like you know kick it with people there eat right you know how it is man like that kind of you know where
4: would you stay when you were there last time for that long
1: yeah uh we were in, like, right outside Sat- of Shibuya. Oh, Satagaya yes Yeah, Satagaya. But, like, what's, there's a, is that the name of it? Sangenjaya. Say that one again. Sangenjaya, Satagaya. It might have been Sangenjaya. Yeah. Like, it's kind of suburban. I mean, not suburban in the sense that, like, here's suburban. Yeah, but, but it's, like,
4: like, yeah. it's like two stops from, or, like, a stop from Shibuya. Yeah, it's like
1: a stop from Shibuya. Like, I, would, I could walk. If I you know what I mean, like if I was going to the club, I could walk, but like yeah i would I would normally yeah jump on a train, i borrow um sci- uh what's her name? I can't remember her name now, um, I borrowed her bike, and then I would ride ride up to it, yeah, and no, I was cool, man, I was a chill, I was a chill little little time i I guess I'm old now, I don't know, like you know what I mean, I mean I, if it'd be the same, but I would love to try that again, you know, chill out and pass it's,
4: it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, fucking. I would, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if I can do it this year. I'm, I'm hoping. Wait, we'll see. We'll see what's up. I have no idea, really. I wish I would have done it. If I didn't have to fucking move, I'd do it right now. I'd just be like, yo. Yo, man. maybe
1: you, maybe you just put your shit in storage before you leave, and then stay thought. out there. Yeah, it's
4: impossible to do it.
1: Nigga, just pot. You got bread. You just throw <laughs> some money at somebody. Let them put it in the storage for you, man. It's that's yo. Niggas will put it in a box for you now, b. They will box your shit up for you.
2: Yeah, I know. I, got I,
1: just, I don't know. I
4: feel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I just feel some type of way about like not having that shit situated before I go. You know, and then like I when I come think back, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do I do when I come back? i was just fucking. Where do I even go? So you
1: just just chilling an Airbnb for a week till you find your spot. No, nah, i mean, in the home base.
3: Lexing the home
1: chill, base. Yeah. Chill, chill out on, Chill out with one of your Honestly, girls that you got. You have know, girls that you got in the city One of them girls You just stay at her place You know what I mean For a little bit Till you figure that shit out Nigga you know you got a few
4: Yeah but they're make it complicated
2: Right <laughs> 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 He got
3: to it make one of them the main one Cause he got to stay with them for a week Yeah
4: uh, No, no I can't. A look He can't put one of them on the right. other No I don't want to be
2: staying with nobody <laughs> <laughs>
3: Lexi the home base
2: yeah, be yeah.
3: My spot. He be yeah I know, Tower.
1: I know. He be stocked Tower, you know
3: what I'm saying? Tony
4: yeah, nobody else's house. Wow, right, yeah, exactly. I need this <laughs> shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> casual room and all that.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
4: Yo, man. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, that's the shit I got to figure out. So it's a little, little fucking stressful, but we'll see what's up. Hopefully make it through that, uh, so, I mean, that's just like the top of the year, and then we'll see what happens, so God willing, that's, that's fucking the crazy shit, but yeah, I mean, I'll be over there for at least a little bit, and then definitely, summertime, um, and then I, that's, that's really, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck else is happening yet.
3: What's the show about, though?
4: Um, so I'm doing a collaboration with the Park Hyatt, um, <laughs> the, like, the, a uh, hotel that's in Lawson Translations, Fia Coppola, famously filmed there. Uh, Bill Murray and all that stuff. The New York Bar and Grill, 53rd Floor, is like kind of the most iconic hotel in, in Tokyo or in Japan, really. So um, I was introduced to them a while ago. And a friend of mine is now working as like one of the communications director. And so, you know, they had done a few different artist collaborations over the years. The last one they did was Paul Smith, the British fashion designer. And uh, he created, like, a series of plates for the hotel. And so I initially had spoken to the executive chef who was also from Argentina. um, And then we kind of hit it off. He's really cool. We hung out. And then we were thinking about doing something. he came up with the idea for me to work with them collaboratively on a range of chocolates uh, that would be sold at the hotel. And then I would do, like, a big event and then, like, fucking exhibition at the hotel as well. Um, I would stay there, and it's, it's like, you know, very. It's like kind of like the Ritz or like the Plaza. Um, so basically, that's what's going on. The chef has since left, so I'm now collaborating with their head executive pastry chef, and so I'm huh. doing. I designed my own sets of chocolates that are going to be on sale. We're launching for Valentine's Day next year, so that that's why the event is like a couple weeks before Valentine's Day. You
3: don't uh, think I know. That just said, I'm designing my own motherfucking chocolates. God damn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I yeah, yes, that. it is, though. I'll, actually, I'll send it to you. Um, how do I... Can I Skype on the computer at the same time as we're on the phone? Like,
3: Yeah. I guess okay. I don't know. <laughs> You can send the link.
4: You're just going to send the link. Send the link. That's yeah. yeah, just going to send a photo. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so then with that, I'm going to do, like, a launch, like, a press event, like, private launch. We're going to have, um, I might do some sort of, like, live performance thing that I'm trying to coordinate with the people from Carnegie Hall, which I just connected Carnegie Hall with, um, Noya House here in New York. They brought this Japanese, um... Flower Ikebana, like live Ikebana artist who's um, done really amazing work in Japan. And so he did his, his sort of American debut. <coughs> That's a, the Noya Gallery or
1: Noya House? Noya House. House.
4: What's Noya House? Noya House. House, I think you came there for when I, when I. I don't know if you were there for the screening of my BBC film, Scriptura. Um, I screened it at Noya House. So Noya House is on 25th and Park um it's like a collaborative i
1: think i was out of the country when you did yeah, like
4: that to be honest. Yeah, yeah yeah honestly maybe you weren't there but um so anyways like it's uh like a collaborative workspace slash like event thing it's really beautiful they have one in LA they have one in chicago and I forget where else, London maybe, but um, it's like you pay a yearly membership to be a part of it, and it's like this really amazing community of entrepreneurs and shit, anyway, so like I connected my friends, like one of the managing directors there, and I connected them with my people from Carnegie Hall in Japan, my two friends are on the board over there, and so they did like a small reception, and they were like, oh, thank you for hooking this up, so then I'm trying to get them to like repay the favor by having mm-hmm. to my events, and then long-term, like, you know, obviously I'd love to do some shit with Carnegie Hall. So, um, so that's kind of the play. But, like, so I'm trying to get him involved to me do, like, this kind of performance piece and then I'm showing, like, maybe ten paintings that I gotta still paint. Um, and then (laughs) we're gonna have my boy Leo who's, like, in the, he's in a group called Meta 5, which is kind of a big kind of, it's it's a mega group. It's, like, if you know Japanese music, it's it's, like, uh, it's Yukihiro Takahashi from Yellow Magic Orchestra. Is oh, like, shit, yeah, you're out. doing that. And then <coughs> Cornelius, is in the band. <clears throat> like DJ Taylor. Oh, shit, okay. He's in the band, and then my friend is the lead singer, and so he's gonna sing and, like, perform at my event, and then fucking, I'm trying to get, like, obviously, um, what else? Oh, my, the USJLP, United States Japan leadership program involves with, like, inviting people, and then, um, from embassy, and then fucking... Just using all my celebrity contacts over there, like, just to get the right people there and, and you know, do a show, blah out, press, that whole thing. It's kind of the whole angle of just really doing another big, you know, for my last one was the fashion show when I did, like, Vogue and fucking Elle. So now I want to do um, something big over there again. So it's going to start off the year. It's just like, I got to go over there. I've been meaning to, I was supposed to do it over the fall, but then it got pushed back. So, yeah, I'm sending, how the fuck did I do this? All right.
1: Um. Uh, man, I want to go to that man. You got you got a uh, extra ticket. <laughs>
4: um, I don't. they yeah. I'm like, I know, B. Yeah, I'm like spending money to do this. It's like once again, they're like it's it's an, another fucking you know just whatever the four P's was. like, But, like, you know, it's basically just for the prestige of doing it and having... I don't want to
1: hear all of your excuses as to why I can't go to the function. I just want <laughs> to get into the function, you know?
3: I look forward to the be- Instagram page. Get on that Snapchat,
1: nigga. Man, yeah, fuck that Instagram <laughs> shit. He's going to invite me to some other shit that's going to be, like, a, a party with a bunch of, like, weird models and cocaine and shit that I don't want to go to. But he's going <laughs> to invite me to the giant with, like, fucking
2: you
4: know, Christ all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, you know, I'm, i am it's just fucking, honestly, they're like, I'm, literally, I'm not making any dough on it, I'm fucking, just haggling with them to like, for hotel nights, and like, they're, they're spending money to do it, but like, mm. I'm like, they're Japanese also, and so it's like, honestly, Japanese companies, they don't pay shit, and right. <laughs> it's hard to really make money over there. It. It's true. And they it's like, don't have
1: no money right now, you know? They
2: They, got they
4: money. do. It's just like they still haven't come into the, the term to where they understand and value, I think, the, the relevancy of artists and how they can sort of, you know, leverage brands and that whole thing. So it's like, you know, I do a fucking shit for Cadillac, and they just paid me a bunch. Like, I didn't even know they were going to, but they did, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. And I didn't do anything. I didn't even fucking douche. I literally was like, I, had, I mean, I had to run around like do some video shoots and whatever. But like, it was cool. And with this, it's like, yo, we'll like we'll give you like an artist fee of like two grand. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm like, I no. can't even. And then like, oh, that's of not paid. even your flight. <laughs> no, I mean they're pay, they're paying for the flight, but it's like. But I'm saying flight. though,
1: like if it was though, you know. And what then I, mean? I
4: get like I get a handful of nights at the hotel. I'm like, the fu- you know. So, really, I'm coming out of pocket. I'm paying for my own framing. I'm making all the work, materials and everything. Like, I'm, I'm going to have to pay to stay around the few nights that they're giving me at the hotel. Like, wow, So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's worth it because they're paying for PR. They're paying for the event, the food, wine, blah, 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 all the shit. Like, they paid for the production of the fucking chocolate. I get a percentage, but like I'm, that's gonna be like I'm not gonna get anything off these fucking chocolates. Um. So, anyways, like it's just it's kind of a s- stupid thing. Like my my agents that I'm working with, they're like, "Yo, you're fucking working mad hard to make this happen," and it's like, you want the spectacle though, exactly. I I mean, you know, if anything, um, I'm trying to send you guys this fucking photo.
3: That's part of art, though, right? The spectacle, that show.
4: It is, 100%, 100%. And it's like, without that... Alright. I messaged you guys to look the image. I don't know if... this is waiting. I don't know what the fuck. It's weird. It's <laughs> weird. Maybe i just send it to you on Facebook then.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I keep Messenger yeah. open.
4: <laughs> um... Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I mean that's that's sort of the thing. Um, so yeah, I just got to fucking struggle to make that happen. It was like the same shit with Basil too. Like last year, I lost fucking money due to Basil. You know, like yeah. Oh
2: this year it was all
4: right. I mean, just, but I didn't really. It wasn't really about selling work. It was kind of about being there. And again, the spectacle of like you know the whole fucking thing. But
3: how was um, it, man? Look kind of crazy.
4: It was actually, I mean, for me, it was good. It was, I think, it was not as stressful as it had been. Like, Mm. the last uh, dealing with, like, very delicate, like, paper-based sculptures that fucking wilted in the humidity of Miami. Like, they lost my work. I literally killed myself to make this fucking work. I spent so much money, like, learning this process and, like, you know, and then it was just really badly represented because, like, the company that paid me to make the work, they were more interested. They were, I mean, they're purpose was to sell business cards, really. Like, to sell their fucking product. So, my booth wasn't, like, staffed with anybody knowledgeable enough to sell Jeez. work. Damn. So, essentially, like, it was staffed with interns there to sell business cards, not anybody to, like, be like, hey, this is what the work is about, this is the artist, this is the fucking career, blah, blah, blah. Do
1: stuff. you find, like, I mean, how does that tie into your feeling about what Basel is in general? Like, the spectacle that it's become.
2: You know, I think
4: uh, it just ties into the greater idea of, like, you know, people buying into experiences more so than, I guess, traditional means of consumption. So I think, for me, what's interesting is that, like, now you have the majority, over 56% of all art sales, are transacted at art fairs. So that's moved away from the traditional (coughs) model of, like, galleries being representative and also being kind of the... sort of forerunners of uh, or the sort of the primary means of consuming art, or purchasing art, rather. So I think it's integral, and and I think it's important and kind of, like, the way forward. Um, And I think, you know, like, it depends on what kind of artist you are, I think, but um, because there's so many different kinds, but you know, I think it's important, and yeah, it's a spectacle, yeah, it's a fucking party and shit show, and like, But, you know, I think if you can leverage it and maneuver in the, like, right ways there, then it becomes valuable. Like, for me, it's it's allowed me, just even aligning with the brands that I did, that's allowed me a little bit of breathing room to, to like... Yeah, I was stressed the fuck out over the summer. Like, nothing was really popping after I came back from L.A. Like, after I came back from the Japan thing. Like, I didn't really know what was going on. I was fucking... Stressed. I'm like, yo, what? Where are all these people? Like, why is this shit not popping off right now? And then, kind uh-huh. of slowly picked up. And then Basil too. It's like, I was like, what am I doing this year? Like, why am I, you know, somebody that has like done some of the biggest high profile shit of Basil? Like, I don't really have people approaching me to do like another thing, you know? Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I you mean, do- last year you had me taping all types of shit. Like the, all the scope shit, the VH1 <coughs> shit, it was like that was. was that was interesting from an outsider because I've never been. And the fact that you're telling me that like 54 percent of our sales are coming through our fairs, then like, what is the purpose of, the, of a gallery now? Like, what is the what is the name of the gallery? Is the gallery's name is like a gallery's name only to the point to like set up all the sales for Basel? Like, I mean, it's like a different type of. This person might have a good crop of, of people at these, at these big fairs.
1: I mean, it's a different type of spectacle, anyway, man. Like, you need to have, first of all, I mean, the gallery, I mean, that, that's, that's sort of like, okay, well, all right. So, like, if you're going to be a, actually, I don't even want to make a metaphor for it. It's like, it's part of, okay, so you're at Basel, but what galleries have you shown at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you're in a gallery well, how much work have you sold, you know, also yeah. at, you know, what, you know what I mean, like, it's all part, it's all part of it. What was interesting to me, Lex, you talking about how, you, you know, uh, struggling with maybe excelling in the sort of more uh, event aspect of it, the more, like, spectacle aspect of it, but not really getting the love from that sort of, I don't know, rarefied... Uh, I don't know, right? The, you know what I mean, like, and and it's the funny, traditional like, sort of what, structures of the exactly, galaxy. Th- that's why I was asking, like, how do you feel about it? Because it feels, i like, yeah.
4: I'm honestly sort of know? done with that dilemma because I think it's it's something that's uh, it's a paradigm shift, and I think you know I feel that we've been on the cusp of so many different, like, our generation's been on the cusp mm-hmm. of sort of the. The, with, with, in music, in the way that people consume music, the way that people sort of uh, view, like, the legitimacy of fucking rap, and, like, whatever the fuck these hip-hop artists are doing now, like like, that whole thing, the idea of entrepreneurship, and, like, Ownership of culture, like, in fucking agency within culture, and, like, what is real culture, what's sort of, like, this proxy culture, like, all this shit, like, what we think of as real and, like, sort of legitimate ways to success and the validating ways of success, that shit is all out the window. So it's, like, for me to sit here and try to, you know, I think uphold these ideals that might be relevant to me, it's completely irrelevant to somebody coming up, right. because they're just coming up in a completely different environment.
1: So, I And think you still want the eyes, though. You want the platform. You want, like, the dividends in the platform,
2: right?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's funny, I think, you know, I, I look at some of these artists, you know, like, I was on speaking with Chantel Martin, the, like, light-skinned black girl that literally mm-hmm. just doodles on white, and, like, mm-hmm. And it's insane, like, where she's gotten and, like, how good of a package she is. Like, she is, when I spoke with her and fucking, you know, she sat next to me at the panel. I've, I've known her for almost 10 years. Like, the, re, the the funny story quickly, how I met her, I designed, in 2007, I designed t-shirts for Beams in Japan. I had my own shirt. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, yo she was the model of, like, one of my T-shirts in an ad. Oh, what? And then I saw her in New York, like, two years later at a fucking H&M Combinacion event, and I mm-hmm. recognized her from the photo that my friend took, and I'm like, yo, are, did you fucking eat ice cream in, like, a T-shirt for an ad? She's like, yeah, I used to live in Japan. You just and eat I'm, what? She was eating ice cream oh. in, like, the photo. And I'm like, and she's oh, okay. like, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that <coughs> was my shirt. I designed it. She's like, oh, that's fucking <laughs> insane. And she was doing her, like, light painting, fucking v- vj shit then. And I was just always kind of, like, dismissive. I'm like, yeah, how the fuck? But when you see, like, what it's going to come, and then, like, her in the New York Times with Jerry Saltz, like, talking about mm-hmm. her, art, like, it's, it's the repetition of, like, what she's done to really, I think, create, it's, you know, uh, I forget the, the critic, um, either Pauline or somebody says, like, you know, every artist is of their own time. And so, Mm -hmm. in order for an artist to be legitimate, they must be of their own time. And so, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, she is somebody that's of her own time. And, like, it's crazy when she has all these, like, young girls, like, fucking love her, and then she has this message of, like, don't let anybody stop you. Use whatever means you have available to you to, like, put out your artwork and just make, 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 make. And, like, it's shit that, like, it's mind-numbing to me, where I, like, (laughs) I don't... I I feel, cause I couldn't imagine just doing that one thing over yeah. and over, you know. Like that to me is what I wish I could do. Like, but you know, it's it's interesting. It's undeniable to what, like what she's gotten to, and without I don't even think she sells work. She, I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> even think she really sells paintings like that. That's she's another
1: talking. thing that's interesting about what's going on right now is like what the difference between what people are as a spectacle and what like the real like the real metrics of what they are you know what i mean like oh so like uh a million a million followers on ig like uh got had an article in new yorker like you know whatever and then it's like but actually still living you know with like a bunch of friends and like you know what i mean like in in, in, in williamsburg or whatever, but like not not really you know what i mean like the currency is different now, too, you know what i mean like the the um there's cultural currency, and then there's like actual literal dividends too, you know like and there's a there's a lot of it's it's really it's really interesting right now, man, like i don't even know um I don't even know uh how you value how do you you know like i guess you value it depending on what venue or what like uh platform someone is on like so she has a lot of value and currency like if she you know she's she's putting out whatever she's doing her events like she's she's got a large following you know public following and like that has value but then you gotta wonder like well also what's the longevity longevity? well not even the longevity but like who's benefiting from that so like if you're looking at a lot of the ig cats right Like so, you see people on IG, man. I see young people on IG all the time, and it's like, you know, they're doing like their little. And sometimes I meet people, and I'm like, okay, yo, you got more followers than me on IG. Oh, so like, but you're not really making any money. Well, that's crazy because like, IG is selling your vis, like your ability to gain, um, to get Um, eyes. You know what I mean? Followers. followers,
3: They sell ad space to make. Yeah, yeah, well, you, you know, increase like Increase the, so the value and, and yeah, re- and revenue streams to then use all that money to take cap to take ideas from other popular companies, like exactly. Like
1: Snapchat and then sell those and again yeah. yeah, sell that as new <laughs> shit,
3: and then like so Snapchat yeah. has to go around and like make eyeglasses that are like cool versions of what Google did like four years ago. Yep. Like it's it's like at what Like at what point does the I I don't know if this brand era we in like when you're your own brand, like I don't know how it's going to be looked back on history because I don't know if this like is all spectacle gonna the spectacle going to stand the test of time. Like, are we going to remember it? Like, who's going to survive it? Who's just going to give up? Because at a certain point, like having all this cur- cultural currency is cool, but like if shit gets bad. That shit doesn't pay the rent. I'm
2: going to send you to the yard. Get a stick, make
0: a switch. I can end the conversation real quick. I am crap, I ain't lying. Kick a lion. Crack, I'm the shit, I will fall off in your crib. Take a shit. Hit your mama on the booty. kick your dog, fuck your bitch Fat boy dressed up like you sat on and took pictures with your kids. Yes. We the best, we will cut a fronty face in your chest, little wench. I'm a mention of be fresh, I'm a bitch. Yeah, correct. I will walk into a court while they wreck, screaming, yes, I am guilty, motherfuckers, I am dead. Hey, you wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked.
1: No.
3: That's the way I figured about it, because like, you know, this, is,
4: this I, is a shifting point. I agree, but I think at the same time it's just, a, it sort of speaks to the underlying framework of consumption and the way that people interact and relate to the work. I think that's what's fundamentally changing it. So it becomes it becomes something that's a shift, not because of like cultural more and I think like sort of just like the ebb and flow of how people relate to work, but it's like how people experience it. And I think that's that's underlying an underlying shift because of technology. It's an underlying shift because of just, like, societal norms and just the way that people grow up and interact with technology. And, and again, I think that's, you know, you see, I will say this, like, the music industry redefined itself over eight years ago, like, and you had technology being a key driver and impacting factor, in the fact that like Napster allowed everybody free access to music files, music files became then fucking free to download, basically, but then Apple figured out like how to get everybody under one roof and fucking monetize that, and then now that completely restructured the way that artists made money, and it allowed more artists to make Less money, but Mm. more artists making money. But, like, you know, then they basically... You know, I sat here and I'm talking to, like, Wes Diplo and, like, fucking about his whole thing. I mean, he's been really smart in understanding that, like, right now, in order for music to make money, you have to build it as, like, a multi-tiered experience where it's got to be a fucking cruise. It's got to be a Uh. fucking killer merch, like, fucking Purpose Tour or, like, fucking Yeezy shit. Like, or, you know, and it's got to be... Nah, stream don't pay shit. You make money off of the fucking live, and then you make money off of fucking experiences like Block Party and like all this other shit. So, like, yeah, I mean, he's somebody that's seen that, and I think, you know, that's... The music industry has redefined itself, and it. it's gone through that. The art industry has not. Like, the art industry mm-hmm. is fucking... Like, hanging on to its fucking last legs, it's legacy structures of the two big fucking purveyors, Sotheby's and Christie's, you have fucking art, the art market is the largest unregulated market in the history of mankind, where there's more wealth transacted through the ownership of art, the passing down of ownership of art, because ownership of art, you can pass down wealth through, with less taxation than you would real estate, so if somebody, ultra-wealthy family wants to fucking pass down their estate, they face estate taxes, but mm. they pass on a fucking Renoir or some shit, there's no taxation mm-hmm and, you know, there's an easier way to move wealth. So you have, like, the all-hyper-wealthy investing in these art markets and stuff like that. So, like, that's why you still have these big powers that be, I think, kind of beholden and sort of understanding and driving this market, but there's the disruptive level of, like, the Instagrams and, like, the fucking these artists coming up this way and, like, people collaborating with brands. Like, I think that's the other avenue. And so... You know, and then there's the middle road of, like, you know, you went to school, you got your fucking MFA at Yale, you fucking did your residencies, you know, in Paris and in fucking London, and, you know, you're traveling, or doing residencies, you're doing show, you're doing residency, you show, you're, like, making a little bit of money, and then you're, like, you're in your 30s, and then you're fucking, you know, you know all your friends that are curators, and they're putting you in the new museum, and, like, that's, that's, like, the traditional way that I haven't done, like, because... I don't know. I mean, I maybe I'm not kept, like good enough or patient enough to do that. So I just think you out. just
1: don't have the same. You just like are on the fringe of that circle, but not particularly. You're in the equivalent of that circle in more like the commercial aspect. You know what I mean? Or even in the music, in the music scene. Like if you were a musician, you probably you know. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, like it, it's a, like you mentioned, it's a completely different game now, but yeah. you would have been, I think, more... Uh, you knew the right people for that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't see you being in that space for... Or I mean, you're so close, though. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the top line, which is, like, I don't have the visibility or, or fame of, like, Chantal Martin, but, like, you know, I think... I've ha- I have. When I was sitting, I have like these validating factors that are that I can bring up in any kind. Con- like, yeah, I've had shit at the moment, My fucking shit is in the White House. Like, right. dude, like what? I've won fucking awards. Like all that shit. But that doesn't that doesn't guarantee the next opportunity. And that's like yeah. the hard lesson that I've had to learn because it's like I can say all these things. It it allows me. I think validity and credence in, in entering any sort of conversation with anybody at any level. Like that's why like I can go to a Carnegie Hall thing and be like, "Well, I've done this stuff." Like, you know, whether it's whether it's really at the level of like, you know, a mid-career artist that has work collected by the MoMA and like that's different. Yeah, I don't. But like I've been in these institutions and these places and around these people and I have this network that allows me to enter in this conversation. But That doesn't, again, that's, like, the only way that I've known to kind of, like, continue finding opportunity. It's just, like, it'd be easier if I found a, struck a better balance of, like, having more visibility, like, online and Instagram, because I think that that's equally as valuable, because I see motherfuckers eating, I see motherfuckers eating off of it. Like, I think there's people that don't, but, like, I definitely see other artists, like, like, this graffiti artist Faust, um, Matthew, Mm -hmm. like, He's fucking big. I don't even know, but he's, like, definitely... He's doing, like, just mad commissions. Like, he forgets... Ah, see, commissions, commissions,
1: though. like, so he's eating off of the visibility that he's garnered from uh, it, but not necessarily from the... Like, it doesn't correlate specifically to what IG is doing. Like, he's not getting bread. When you say, like, somebody's eating off of it, I assumed you were saying, like... Oh, he's got something where he's somehow during oh, like the monetizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. No, I mean that's like 100%. Fat Jew. Exactly, exactly. That's yeah, like that's Fat Joe. Like,
4: yeah. so Fat Joe, like my boy, is his manager, and like I know Josh and my boy Frozen is manager. He he get paid fifty thousand to post something. Like that's just wow, what he man. does. Yeah, like he'll get a post, and I mean that's easy. Like you know, once you get to that level, then yeah. But I mean that that's few and far between, I think. But you know that, that's. I don't know. It's a That's a difficult thing to walk. I think artists, you know, everybody points to, like, well, look at Carl. Like he's somebody that, you know, works in the fucking fine art world and legitimate, you know, galleries. He's got his uh, fucking I don't know, his sculptures up at the Fort Worth, Texas Museum of Modern Art right now. Um, and then he's got a big following on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, because his shit, I think, really... He's somebody that came... I think, became famous before Instagram, and then, like, Uh this shit really translates, like, the pop culture thing really Mm -hmm. translates,
2: but,
3: but then you'll have, like, 60 minutes before Instagram existed, at that point, like, you can't say he's eating off of Instagram, it's like, oh, somebody famous joined Instagram, it's like, yeah, that's not, that's like Beyonce on Instagram, like, well, she was already Beyonce, yeah,
4: yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like when Kanye wasn't on Instagram, he, he finally got on, and it's like immediately, you know, millions of people following.
1: Right. So, yeah. man, can you imagine? Must have been crazy to open up your Instagram after that. You know what I mean? And see, like, oh, it went from zero to like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean?
1: like, can you, you know, like, because you know how you get your thing, and then like, I don't know, every once in a while, I'll get like over a hundred alerts. Right? And, like yeah, geez, a lot of people are here, right? Can you imagine
3: that, turn, on, <laughs> like, turn off notifications, bro. Yeah. As soon as you said yeah, turn off
2: yeah,
1: notifications. Yeah, you have to. It would crash your <laughs> shit, right?
3: You'd vote a bug
1: out. I never <laughs> thought about that. That would be <laughs> nuts, man.
3: I mean, yeah, it's all
4: relative. I mean, I, you know, there's just different scales to it. So, I mean, I talked to, like, Wes. When we were in a fucking car in L.A. and He was like, we are talking about the election at the time. And he was like, "Yo, Hillary's campaign offered him close to a million dollars to take off the Bernie campaign ad on his Twitter,
1: just to take it down." It's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. that's that's, that's not. That would have been the easiest way I made a million dollars. <laughs> right? And he didn't do
2: it.
1: It's
4: crazy. Like that's crazy. I'm Like that's- he's the only
1: motherfucker who didn't fucking fold. You know what I mean? Like that's. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, you yeah. that I, story.
4: Yeah, I know. So it's it's just it's all levels of scale. So it's like, you know, I, I write, you know, I, a lot of the deals that I do, the things that I, are coming to me, like things that I just did with Paris-Jouet and, like, Karolik Krakova and, like, fucking the shit with Cadillac, like, interview, like, so that they, like, write into me that I got to, like, post a couple things or whatever. And it's fine. Like I don't, don't really have a big following, nor is it particularly engaged. But it's like it's enough to where it's like passable. But like I mean, one of my things for the new year is I, I, I'm trying to, I, you know, I like to. I, and I don't know if somebody's come up with this, but like for me, the idea of the Instagrammification of art—that's mm-hmm. like that I, I want to talk about more because like I was thinking about it in my head. i like, you know, I think that there are artists, and I see them that they're they're they've understood that sort of this verb, the Instagramification of it. Like, where I think it's art that is... Um, artists that do work that is the kind of, like, repetitive in a way that, like, I think befits the way it's consumed in a feed, in a continuum, to where the, the sort of the... It's procedural in that it's the ap- application of some sort of aesthetic, like ad nauseum. It's like the idea of repeating this sort of whatever it is, like this key you know, simple, like, one, two, three, ABC, like, type of thing, and then just reworking it across, you know, different different materials. Well, does that eng- mean?
1: Hmm, continue. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead.
4: You know, I think those are the artists that find the most success, the quickest, on Instagram. I mean,
1: period, though. Like, before Instagram. Or I mean, not.
4: No, I mean, I think, I think the traditional gallery structure is a bit more... Um, embracing of the idea of exploring, like, you know, more deep-rooted, thoughtful, conceptual narratives of, like, all right, this is this is a, a series of work that has to deal with, like, the death of your mother, or this is something that's, like... Right, but... You know, it's, like, the, your, whatever, whatever. But, like, I think now it's, like, you know, somebody finds, finds their shtick, and then that's, like, is, if you can repeat it in a professionally-looking way and you're like, oh, here's their... Can you...
1: Like Can you give I, me like an I example? of
3: mirrors or something. Like, I paint on mirrors.
1: Yeah. yeah. Can you give with me an example counts. of a contemporary artist who doesn't do that?
4: Rasheed Johnson? Uh, he doesn't... He's like... Rasheed Johnson's fucking dope. Like, I... I think I sent you his work. And, like, his shit is really dope. And he doesn't really have a big follower on Instagram, but he's, like, huge and... In collections, and and he does really major work.
1: Let uh, me see, I'm not familiar. You probably sent it to me. He does, like, fucking huge shit in
4: R-A-S-H-I-D Johnson. (laughs) He does, like, shit in Shea Butter. He does, like, like, literally tons of Shea Butter and, like, makes them into sculpture. And then, like, he does, like, weird, like, installations shit. All right, let me see.
1: Damn, what's going on with this internet, though?
4: Yeah, I, I, he was in the New York Times. Like, he's mad cool. I think him. you
1: sent. Is that what you sent me? Like a while back, like a uh, cat who had like he does. He do he doesn't do call, calligraphic stuff at all, nah. though, right?
4: No, he he's like conceptual contemporary. He's so like,
1: contemporary. like. So like, you're saying he doesn't have that sort of rep, repetition to his work?
4: No, I don't think so. All right, let me. His shit is very varied. He's he just did like this huge shit at like. What gallery he did? Like Blum and Poe. It's some big gallery. He's he's like I I admire that
2: shit. Like Shea Butter,
3: though. Yeah,
2: that's fine. Yeah. He's done like
4: really big, like kind of like room based things, all like on his memories of childhood. Like he's just done paintings, he's done a bunch of shit. It's all different. I mean there's there's I mean, and that's me not knowing the landscape. I really don't pay attention to art much. Like, it's funny.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I just feel like the art that I see, like, even people that I admire, you know, like, Ophelia or, like, um, you know, fuck, we just came from seeing Carrie James Marshall's show. Uh, you know, like, when I look at motherfuckers like that, I was like, yo, they're essentially doing, they do have, I mean... They have a... I mean, that's, those are both... Like, I guess um, Ophelia is closer to our generation. Or, like, maybe O'Feely younger than us. Or, no, O'Feely a little older than us. like right? like young British artist. He's the YBA yeah. with, like, Hurst yeah. and Danny Saville and yeah. all that stuff. He's yeah. a little... But, like, he's a little bit older than us. But, like, um... Yeah, I mean, this cat's work... Oh, the Hauser and Worth shit. Yeah, he just did that. Like, I, I see, like, the garden stuff is crazy. But he does have a theme. Like, he... I don't, I don't feel like he's breaking a, you know, like, he's not, like, um, I just think what you're talking about is it's manifested in a new way for Instagram. But I don't think it's any different than, like, if you're an artist, you have to create works that I think, if you're going to be valuable in any sense, you have to create something that people can kind of, like, create a cohesive brand from, you know what I mean? Like, so, so like even going back to like, you know, it got to a point where, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Cause there's a push and pull to it. Like if you, if it becomes too much of a gimmick in the art world, like people kind of, it seems historically they push back against it. It it could devalue y- you as like an artist with a capital A,
3: but this guy got a lot, of, yo know, he, he's doing,
1: I don't know, man. This I work think is it's dope, great. though. I think it I work mean, is dope, too, but I think it definitely does have a cohesive
4: uh, quality. Of course it's it, cohesive, you know? but I don't think it's it's not repetitive in the way that, in, like, Instagram artists repeat their work in sort of, the like, you know, I work with geometric shapes, and, like, mm. I work with in doodles on white. Like, you know, right. like, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, I, I can pull up... Who did I just... There's just one fucking dude. I just looked at, I don't know. It was like, I can find examples. And I think that's the difference with when you have traditional gallery structures with a curatorial sense, with, I think, infrastructure and funding to allow artists to kind of really do deep dives and explore things. And like, you know, you're doing your residencies, your education, all this stuff. Like, that allows you to do something. But like, when you're essentially relying on the masses to support your work and to create a gravity and a momentum to where you're allowed to find the funding and the ability to continue doing what you're doing, unless you're mm. able to self fund it. That I think takes away some of that flexibility and that mm. sort of exploration of like what allows you to really create work. Mm. So it's a, fa- it's a balance, you know, like I think for me, I'm kind of at a, I'm at a weird point. Cause like, you know, it's, People, like in, in recent interviews or like articles, like they're like, I have one of two things. It's like I have this calligraphy, which I'm kind of like fucking pissed at because everybody fucking I feel like they leveraged the whole calligraphy shit way better than I did and like they fucking took it and ran with it. You know, like the whole calligraphy movement, mm-hmm. like every motherfucker on Instagram is doing calligraphy now. Yeah, I'm and...
3: like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Some biters, it's man.
1: almost like it's on its way out, it's been out so much. It's like that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think to me, I
4: feel fucked up because I'm like, man, I see like these calligraphy artists like this guy in Russia, Parkras, and like, you know, these kids that like you know, before it was like Retina mm-hmm. fucking Jose Parla and like Rostar. Those are like the th- my like senpai, like the older guys. Retna's a mm-hmm. dick, right? but like fucking, those are the older guys, and then I'm on the same team now as Jose Parla and fucking Real Start. like, I'm representing mm-hmm. the same company, anyways, like, those are the guys, that I was like, oh, well, those are the only other dudes doing it, so I can do it, and mm-hmm. then, like, these other, all these other motherfuckers came out with the shit and started fucking doing really amazing, like, graffiti, like, there's a graffiti artist that were, like, out painting walls and doing all this mm-hmm. shit, and this one dude in Russia just started fucking painting on bitches, all this shit, so mm-hmm. it's like, they made it, they Instagramified it way better than I did, and so they were able to leverage that and get a crazy following and start doing big shit, and then you know, time passes and they build a crazy body of work, and so for me I didn't do that, so I feel like I missed the boat, so like, I have that shit which I'm kind of like, not trying to do as much, and then I have like the fluid gestural watercolory, Asian shit, which for me is kind of like the thing, because actually I feel less people are doing that and I feel there's like um, culturally, to me too, conceptually, the idea of like u- utilizing these disparate cultural origins of visual writing systems of like the Western style, the Arabic style, the Japanese style, Asian style, mm-hmm. like those things together. This multicultural um, culturalism umbrella that like I try to wrap around everything, like that's I think where my work lives now, and that's like the fucking story, and that's what I tell people, that's what I tell press. So, I, I think at least it has some sort of grounding so I can, like, explain it. But, you know, I feel like, yeah, I think other artists were able to take parts of what I'd always done and just fucking Instagramify it way better than I have been able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do
3: you think it's
2: because, like,
3: you never actually had the, the time to really... Because <sighs> really I remember back in the day we used to have conversations about it, like, before yeah. Instagram was, like, Instagram, like, when it was early, Right, and just like how how to really use it and how to really monetize it is just like it's almost like yeah, I'm, it's like a weird yeah. like micro generational thing where like yep we we know it existed but we weren't able to truly capitalize off of it the right way and like we're not that much older than some of these people
2: but oh no like, really. like
3: you're old enough where it's just like they was able to like see it or use it differently, and it just like
2: Uh, poof.
4: Yeah, I mean like for me I think I missed it to where, even if you look at like my early posts, it was like oh, here I am doing this. Or like, here I am doing this. And it was like, nobody fucking cares about what you are doing what. Like, they're just like they they want, because you know, they're consumed, that's their primary means of consumption. And like I don't actually consume media through Instagram really. Like, I consume fucking memes and then, like, shit my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all I do. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I don't go there looking for inspiration or for fashion or for clothes or, like, anything. Like, I'm just... I actually stopped doing that for the most part. Like, I, I'm still on the computer. Like, I'm at the desk looking at shit on a big screen. So, but that's rare. I think most people just live on their phones, so it's like, you know, people want shit tailored to them. They just want an image. They don't want like, they don't want the context of the image. They don't want the fucking position
1: or the placement. Yeah. They just want an image and like. Yeah. You're gonna make me say something like a dumb generalization, Same. which is like, I just, <laughs> it's like people don't want to think, man. <laughs> people ain't about thinking. You know, like it's, it's, not. it's disheartening, man. Like no. I don't, I don't want to be that dude. Like you know, what I mean, I try to be that guy who just like just mad and angry, you know, old man, but it's just like I'm just shocked by the amount. we don't like to be challenged. I just got off the phone with um, a professor friend. Well, you know Floyd. Y'all know Floyd. Yeah. And I was talking to him about, like, this class I'm trying to put together for SVA, right? And I'm like, oh, well. Does he teach SVA? No, nah, he doesn't teach SVA. He's still a practical. So okay. I was just trying to get an idea about, you know, just the, the nuances of how I would go about doing this because, like, I've never done this before. And, you know, and I, and I tell them the name of it. The name of the class is, like, like uh, Radical Aesthetics, right? And it would be a class about um, analyzing and developing aesthetics that are both uh, radical in the, in the sense of how they relate to um, the visual culture, the contemporary visual culture, and also the aesthetic the aesthetic um, aspect of radical ideas, you know, like so. How do you develop? How do you develop a radical aesthetic, and um, also how do you develop an aesthetic of radical ideas? And so he's like, "Yo, that sounds like a great idea." And I broke down to him exactly how, what I meant about it. Like, I was using Jose Munoz as like an example of someone who's both who's both of those things, right? Like, so his aesthetic was a, a radical departure from what was already happening in comics and also uh, the so, way that... How did I hear his name before he did... What did he do? Um, He did a... You probably never heard of his stuff, man. You probably just heard me talk he about post- it. Well, you know what? Jose Munoz is also a queer artist, though. Like, he's There's another guy called Jose Munoz who's like a big... I think he's like a uh, professor or like... Um, he's an academic, like a queer uh, writer or something like that. Yeah. But like maybe that's where you heard that name before. But the Jose Munoz I'm talking about is actually he's from, is he from Argentina? I think he's from Argentina. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. He's, from, he's from Argentina. Uh, he does like really um, kind of uh, like he uses a lot of Stark Blacks. His um, comic book, Alex Sinner, obviously influenced Frank Miller's um, Sin City. Uh, he he's a he's a great artist I met him once when i was out when i was out in italy like you know 10 years ago now it's about to be um but yeah uh, so that guy's work to me uh, exemplifies both um, a radical departure like a radical um, like avant-garde aesthetic but also um, when we're talking about ideas it's like the way he drew for me when i saw how he drew black people it was like oh Black people are part of your world. It's not like you have this automatic, like, oh, well, I got to, right, like, I, I, I now I got to draw a black person. I never actually never, yeah. Well, that's another. That's a specialization, right? Like, if you're going to do something that's kind of a fucked up reduction, it's like, no, black people are people, and like, right. I've got as many cartoon shorthands for black people as I do for white people. Like, I'm a cartoonist. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like you know somehow white supremacy. uh, figures into his cartooning it's like it doesn't and that was like really refreshing for me and to see something probably that I hadn't really realized before but as a black artist I had always struggled to kind of find out or try to like because I didn't have the shorthand you know like I couldn't look at a lot of artists who uh were doing things um and say like oh well that's a great shorthand for the type of black person I know like my father or like my mother or like my sister you know what I mean like I didn't have that so there, you have to develop your own sort of aesthetic. It's not radical, uh, often purposefully. Sometimes it's just cartoonists that are so good that like they they just oh I'm I'm just great at drawing. I'm gonna draw everything, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
4: And, you know. Like with sorry.
1: M U N O Z. Maybe I can send it to you. J O S E M U with the little you know. Munoz, Munoz. Okay. Yeah, Munoz. And with the little, yeah, so, yeah, he's dope, um, so, anyway, so, I'm talking to him about that, and he's like, yeah, that's a great idea, but, um, most of the kids who come into my class, they just want to draw what they want to draw, man, like, they want to draw, like, the shorthand that they've seen on, like, Cartoon Network, or, like, you know, whatever, and, like, He's yeah, really or nice. they want to draw, or they or they want to draw anime. Nah, I mean like anime yeah. or what's on, you or know, on, not like, cartoon. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. You might, know.
3: Like like Adventure Time. Yeah,
1: Adventure Time. That's what he said. He said Adventure Time, and he's like, yeah, they want to do that, and really they just want you to tell them that you like that, and like you know, <laughs> and like that's it. Like they don't they don't want to be challenged in any sort of way. He said like nine out of ten students are the type of kids when they find out that class gets canceled. That like they're like you know oh great. Like we wanted to do some other stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean like they don't you know like so he's saying he's saying like it's a great he's like you he said actually you're probably going to get more people from outside of the illustration or the cartooning department. He said if that was at Pratt, you would get more like uh fashion or fine art students in that class than you would get from cartooning or com d you know D is what they call it at Pratt the mm-hmm. department but i I'm hoping he's wrong because like. S V A they somebody said it's like the Harvard of cartooning or something, you know what I mean? Like
2: it yeah, seems like a, there's like
3: they have a different culture there, it's a certain yeah. like class structure and people that go there in terms of comics. Yeah. I think about man, I love comics so much. I wonder how different my life would have been within comics if I would went to S V A with
1: Brett. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know.
3: I would have drew the X Men already.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe not though like you know there's a lot of people who went to pra or went to the sva who didn't draw x-men you know i don't know like if it if it works for you like the way you think you know if if they could have ever had you in there like I, I know i talk to dan goldman sometimes i'm like yeah man like we don't live in a world where you write or draw x-men it's like your ideas are too different like, if we lived in that world, like, it'd actually be, like, more dope, though, you know, what I mean? we don't live in that world, you know, like, that's not mm. the world that we live in, so it's like, while you're frustrated, I understand, but I, I was talking to him, I was like, while wow, you're frustrated, I understand, but, like, yo, understand, like, that's not the world that we live in, it's not that, like, there's something that you could do, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, it's just like, nah, B, like, you're, they're not hiring motherfuckers like you, they're, you're, you're not gonna be in there, like, I've seen the environment, like, that it's not an environment for you, you know. Like all of the lip service that's played to this other, to you know, progressive ideas is like, man, people fight for that so hard, and even then, it's just like within that system, it's like the metrics of, uh, you know, um, it's for their brand, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. Fuck X Men B.
3: <laughs> yeah, are we recording?
1: <laughs> what are we doing? Are we? Yeah,
3: I'm recording the whole time.
4: Oh really? Okay yeah. So then you edit this?
0: Yeah <laughs> Shit French work Ayy Mama told me Ayy Not to sell word, Mama Seventeen Five Same color T-shirt White Mama told me Ayy Not to sell word, Mama Seventeen Five Same color T-shirt yeah. Young nigga Poppin' With a pocket Full of
2: yeah. Whoa, chemo, sabbat, chopper, aim it, etcher, your it. Yeah. Had to cut the
0: it then the top, I had to chop it. Skush, skush. Niggas pocket watching, so I gotta keep the rocket. Neck, water, faucet, water, market, birds, market. At pint, stocking. And hey. neck keep that Neck wrist on hockey. Hockey, wrist on Rocky Rocket, a lot of niggas copy. Huh. Nancy, one can stop me. No one. Mm-hmm. Bitches call me poppy. Sachi is my hobby. sachi got it on the.
4: God, what's his fucking? Um, what's the fucking white photographer's? Why am I forgetting her name?
2: Uh, the white
4: photographer, her, Sir, no, Cindy, Cindy Sherman, Cindy Sherman. Oh, okay. Cindy Sir Sherman, who famously, like, you know, t- like took thousands of portraits of herself, all portraying like different, like abused women, and like all mm. this other sh- Like, okay, there's precedence there. There's something real about that, though. Like, mm. when you're just kind of glorifying and deifying yourself mm. because no one else is doing it for you because yeah. you like you know drive home that message that you are something special, whatever. Like that's a little sickening, and like that, like that to me is you know you can put under the, the, the guise of like feminism and like Afro future. Wait, feminism.
1: is Cindy is Cindy Sherman a sister who did it? She uh, was like doing it in the sixties and stuff. No, okay. No, there's, she, there's a there's a sister who did that too. Like did a lot of the self portraiture. She would do you know like little uh, setups to like you know situations, family and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to find out who that is.
4: Um, I mean, uh, it's interesting to me, too, that, that, like, in terms of we're talking about the Instagramification of art, I think the Instagramification of female artists is something really particularly interesting because, like, y- you're, so often you'll find, like, artists that are, like, they're girls that are painters or whatever, they say they're painters, like, they're just, like, literally sitting in front of a canvas with their fucking bra and panties on. And it's like that's the photos that they're posting because that's the shit that's gonna get liked. Well that's the
1: commodity on there. The commodity is like that that is well, a spectacle that sells. Yeah, it's that, not necessarily
3: My bad. I'm like at that point it's like you're no different than the than the other girls. Yeah. The in the you bikini like, shops or the spot. models or the video vixens or the or the strippers right. or anybody else except you got a painting or a sculpture behind like at that point, I don't even know if you're an artist. Because real talk, I just go look at the models that's in vogue. I just follow them on Instagram. Then, like,
1: right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is like uh, this is complicated though. Yeah, because it is. like, okay, because
3: so it's sam- similar things. It's it's, it's it's. Uh, I just feel, but I just cause feel cause like buying okay, so product of the, of the what, what matters on Instagram, which is that fucking little
2: heart.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, well, also, I mean, outside of Instagram too. So, like, if I'm thinking about. Okay, so let's flip the script, and we're going to talk about, okay, we're going to talk about, like, the a woman's body as a commodity or the spectacle of, you know, like, the sexualized woman's body as commodity, and, like, how that fits into, kind of, uh, mass media and, like, how people are going to consume it, and <clears throat> and we look at, say, how a black male artist will do something like that in regard to, like, blackness, right, so you know, you have an I don't know, geez, what are we yep. going to talk about, are we going to talk about Black Heroes Matters, like, <laughs> like, what, when you have, okay, well, if I can, oh, that's come a thing, out, I didn't know that thing, yeah, man, like, I, if in, I, in I can, in
3: the comic s- world, Alex, yes, it is, it is now yeah. a thing, it is, it is yeah. now a thing,
1: so, like, I mean, I, I see, like, okay, I mean, and it's like, and in both cases, I mean, in the Black Heroes Matters, it's, like, actually super problematic to me, um, in the case of an artist, you know, it's tragic to me that a woman would, you know, maybe result to that or have to or, like, leverage that, um, but, like, it's kind of, it's tricking the system, man, like, you know, like, um, I don't know, man, I don't know, it's complex, I don't, you know, like, it, it's it's like you have, you have a value, like, would I have half the work that I have if... Like it wasn't a valuable commodity, like my blackness. I don't know. You know? Um, I mean, that's interesting to people who aren't black. You know what I mean? Like, to white gays. You know what I mean? Like, you know?
3: Yeah, I think I probably came off kind of just like bad, but it's just to like, it is tragic. It is sad that they feel that they have to do that for their art to get the attention, to get seen for the art. Versus just the art itself, Unless but it's a legit art, strategy yeah, too it's, it's a it's a real strategy, and it's something that like like we don't have any real metrics, but I have a feeling like the most most of the like pictures on Instagram probably has something to do with the nude female form or almost nude or something mm. because if you just look at the popular joint, which I only see like once every three months. Cause I never go to like the little oh. like, General like whatever The stuff ain't got nothing to do with my feed I see it every time I gotta go search And the stuff that I see pop up I'm like oh well Okay like that's mm. that's what's popular Oh yeah. well. clearly You, you know what I mean,
1: such. It's Carrie Mae Weems, so the Carrie I, was Weems. Trying to, I was trying to remember Yeah She's ill Yeah check her out
4: yeah, carry me. All right, I'm looking. She around. did
1: the kitchen table series. It's like probably what you've seen already. You definitely seen her work before. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That's yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I f- I feel you 100 percent, Julian. And it's like it's not that I don't, you know, like I contribute to that man because like, wow, you know, like I don't know. It's it's something interesting to think about. And like, how do you and when and how do you I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to be an artist, you know, so, like, say if you you manage to combat that in your everyday sort of interactions, you know what I mean, like, and it's in every aspect of the world, you know what I mean, particularly in the art world, too, like, you know, when there are women, you know, you be in an art function and it's like a bunch of guys hanging out and coming through and then it's like, you know, mother motherfuckers will introduce them to... Somebody's partner, and it's not even the art artist. You know what I mean? Or you know, like, you know, what I mean? like, and it's like the woman who's the artist. So like, you know, and you got to deal with that type of shit. B and like, you get to a point like, I don't even know, man. I, I can totally, I gotta ask myself, is it shrewd? You know, like, is it even sad? You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, like, what part of the game is it? I don't know. You know, like, I don't, I don't actually um, criticize them for it. That's just like, that's not, it's not my type of hype.
4: I mean, it's it's interesting It's an interesting point, I feel like I I can't really comment On what it is to be a Female artist, you know what I'm saying I don't, fuck, I can't even begin to Think, but I think, just for me Seeing, again, the Instagram artists That The girls that are kind of painters Or quote-unquote, like, you know The fact that they're, you know, painting fucking half-naked And like, are they you know, I think for so many artists that are women, I see them, like, representing themselves in the work or, like, glorifying themselves in their body. I'm like, I mean, all right, that's cool. Like, I mean, it was
1: Rembrandt, you know what I mean? Like, shit.
4: Yeah, I mean, he you didn't know himself. I mean, there's there's precedent. Sheila, for, you know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, um, there's certainly precedence to that, and I think it's something interesting. It's just, like, I think, you know, again, Julian, what you said about it being a you know, a, again, a common denominator for the work that is consumed best through that medium of Instagram, and it's, it's just funny, like, that this keeps on coming up, because it's the means by which I think a lot of art gets out there, and then some metric, like, Ron, like you said earlier, like, you know, I've seen it in decks where, like, you know, for, for brands to buy into, uh, to, you know, for, let's say, like, for Basil, like, you see the brand, the proposal decks, and they're, like, we want to use these five artists, and they'll have the five artists, their fucking Instagram, and the number of followers they have. And yeah. that's like, that's a real, you know... Yeah, it's there. Yeah, like, you know, KPI on, on how, how their products are, how basically they're going to spend their ad dollars um, mm-hmm. for, for brands, because they look at it and they're like, oh, we're going to have this amount of actual reach, and like, right. engagement, whatever, whatever. They're like it's television a,
3: channels. They're like It's like old television channels. But yeah,
4: Nielsen oh. like ratings. I mean that's yeah. you know, that that's the new metric that by which I think ads uh, or rather brands spend their ad dollars. And so it's a little bit of uh I think it's a difficult thing for me because I, I can't completely ignore it, but at the same time like it's difficult because it's I think it's not necessarily conducive to the shit that I want to do. But I mean yeah. It's a, it's just another, you know, problem to solve, I think, and, and hopefully, like, one of the things that I want to do this year is kind of begin to solve that problem a little bit and, like, you know, maybe tackle it a little bit more, I think, willfully than I've, I've done before. Because, you know, I think
2: it's, it's only to say, you know, we're in
4: this bubble of, like, what Instagram is now, but, like, you know, who's to say what really is coming next and, and how, how that will evolve and how people will sort of interact with work. Um... In the next four or five years,
3: who knows what yeah. how Snapchat is going to change? Who knows what what VR is going to do? Because it's like, like Rob was with me because you know I was I was his guest at like Comic Con, but like Samsung had like a booth at a hotel where it was like, "Yo, check out this this 360 camera," <coughs> and I what? used that shit for a day. Let you rent it for like a day for like for a dollar. I took that mm. shit around. I'm like, hold up, you mean I'm taking VR video? And mm-hmm. they told me the shit was 350 like $350. Mm-hmm. And at home, I bought that shit instantly. So it's just like... Hours? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's... Yeah. Anytime if you see me put up some, like, 360 shit on Facebook or, like, YouTube or something, I shot it with that that camera, and it's, like, 4K. <laughs> so, and it's like, oh, so that's going to change anything. Like, these tools are getting out there. And it's like, you ain't even got to be, like, rich. Like you ain't gotta be have like a crazy amount of stuff you just gotta have like a little bit of a little bit of bread or basically let's be honest, a little bit of credit you know what I'm saying like
2: mm-hmm. you get
3: what you need to do and if you're able to exploit it and exploit these platforms that jump on these new forms of technology and distribution so well, you know what I'm saying you might you might be able to do something like it's interesting to see it's interesting to sit around sit down. And, and see these things pop off. It's one of the reasons why I try to keep so many friends that are younger than me. So I, I can't, so I just won't be fucking lost. Right. Like, so I know everything's I mean, popping off.
4: I mean, I, I think that's true. Um, Yeah, I think, again, like technology being a driver, I think, you know, that's what's interesting to me. I've been able to, like, do a little bit of speaking with, at last CES I spoke with Dell and talking about just how that impacts the way that we, again, relate to media and content. You know, I think I was watching something, like, on CNET about, like, you know, what are the bigger takeaway trends from 2016 in terms of uh, technology. And I think one of the big ones is just, you know, live video and video being everywhere. So I think, you know, that's going to be a big driving factor. Damn, in
1: I'm, I'm getting left behind, B. I'm just, like, just not, just organically, I'm just not into I don't think you of video shit, man. I'm not into you know, I, it. I'm like, I want to step about, back.
4: Yeah, you I know? think, you know, I think with, I think you're doing great. Like, I think you're those kind of, like, triptych things <laughs> that you're doing with video. How the fuck do you do those? You do those little, like, you talking you put about? on you your have
3: Instagram. Like a video, then you have another square oh, with a video, yeah. and it should be, like, playing for a little bit. Then it go to another little joint, it's all playing. Oh, it's just a little
1: app. Yeah, it's just a little app you got. I, I send you that shit, man. Yeah, Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a little app thing, man. Yeah, I yeah, I, so even done
2: like, a I think well.
4: Yeah, but I think, you know, those things that you're doing are good. Like I think those are really what's driving a lot of the people. Like you have a lot of good engagement and like I think you're in a good spot with with what you're doing. Um and yeah, I mean, I I think if anything, I I fucking admire that and I'm trying to figure out how to do that more myself cuz I don't. Like I think for me, the content that I'm posting is content that's like created by somebody else, really, and then it's like, I'm telling, I'm sharing it as well, Mm. but for me, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm going through these validating channels of, like, other magazines and whatever the fuck, so that, Mm. that to me is, like, what I've always wanted to do, it's just, again, what that relevancy is moving forward, and it's funny, man, I'll, like, get posted by Cadillac and fucking Interview Magazine, and, like, it doesn't really drive up my fucking followers. I'm like, yo, I'm getting posted by fucking Kelly who's Got like half a million people, and it's like doesn't really wow. move the needle. Yeah, that's so, really? Yeah, it's nuts. I'm like, I don't know what else I need to do. Like, I'm like, well, how, what else is there?
1: Like, fucking. Well, they came there for that, you know. <laughs> it ties back into what we were talking about. Before. Oh, you never <laughs> even know they,
3: they like her post because there's a lot of times when I like I like a post and it's something that's dope, but even if you tag somebody in it on on like Instagram. Like, yeah. I'm not naturally going to just hit the tag and go to the other person's page.
2: Yeah.
3: Versus, say, Twitter, which is like, oh, so shit is popping off, and you're seeing people going back and forth with words. You're going to check them out. You might follow them, but the thing of it says, it's like, well, when you look at it, well, Twitter's almost failing as a company, right. even though, like, the next leader of the free world uses it every fucking hour. Yeah. But it's failing. Like they're losing VPs and execs like every other week. Yeah. And they don't know if they're gonna be able to be sustainable versus something like Instagram, which is literally all pictures. And you just scroll yeah. up and you hit the heart and you just keep going. And like I like I don't know what it is. It's 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 weird. It's weird. There's been times I've posted stuff with Ron and I'll get, like, 50 likes. Ronald didn't repost it, and he'll get, like, 250.
1: Oh, that's just like, how it is, though.
3: You know, you like, it's the same shit. Yeah. And, like, I hashtag the fuck out of it, because you know what I'm saying? But, like, does that yeah. shit work? Does it matter? Not nah. Because people ain't really checking for me.
1: No, but you ain't on the feed. They ain't going to see it. Like, you got to go over to that little magnifying glass. You're going to find some new shit you know, my
2: shit is
3: weird,
1: because it's like, that's kind of going off the data that they glean from what you look at, so like, when I go over there, it's just memes, <laughs> it's just, it's just ratchet ass memes, because like, that's the only shit I ever like. you know what I mean, and pictures of kittens and shit, and little puppies, and, <laughs> and like, the occasional motorcycle, It ain't no art on this. There's one of somebody just peed themselves. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's the only shit on my, like, magnifying glass. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. my God. Some real ratchet shit. <laughs> this girl don't got a choker. That choker looked like, damn, that choker crazy. a black belt. Yo, it's nuts. Yo, she going, oh, she about to eat a muffin. She about to eat a muffin face. No, she's just smashing her face into the muffin. Picked what? up for me, video artist. Uh, a woman literally just rubbing her face in a corn muffin. All right. Yeah, that's exactly
4: what I was looking for. Yeah, I was just like, I was, yeah, I was thinking about it, like, wow, somebody looked at, like, the people I follow is basically, like, friends, people I work with, companies I've worked with, and, like, black girls I'm trying to fuck. Like, that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, just like, just like, the only people I follow It's yeah. fucked up. I'm, Bro, like, I'm
3: yeah, not editing could, that out. I'm not editing that out at
1: all. <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna leave it out oh, there like shit. that watch him get more watch him get more uh, DMs though <laughs> <laughs> watch him get some DMs from that though nah
2: we got it but it's true it's like I'll I'm like that, damn if, if you somebody...
1: picture you and
3: they'll be like oh for real
1: <laughs> yeah he's gonna get mad DMs Play that yoga yeah, I'm like
3: you go down in the yeah
1: that shit is
4: <laughs> I need to fucking uh, no no but um no it's fucking it's crazy I think that that like this is was Driving the whole shit forward in the way that like people are fucking relating to to art to to comics to media like to fucking everything you know I think it's it's really changing it
3: changing it up. How was Complex Con? Um, Oh, that's interesting.
4: Yeah, it was good. Uh, So Complex Con, the first year that they're doing it, um, and I it was funny because I had so many people that I have kind of known in passing throughout the years involved with it. Um and you know, it's interesting because again it ties into this idea of what we're talking about, the experience where you know you have sort of the millennial trend in spending going away from this idea of conspicuous consumption of like luxury goods. Now it's really about the destination, it's about the experience, it's about the Instagrammable moment, the snapchat of, like the Snapchatable moment of like, you know, I was here, I was backstage, the VIP passes this is, like, me next to, like, fucking such-and-such D-level celebrity or Instagram famous person. Like, that is what I think the millennial generation has decidedly been spending on. Um, And you have, like, credit cards tailoring their rewards programs and stuff to to really incentivize this kind of spending or whatever. Um, So ComplexCon is kind of designed around that to where it becomes... uh, convention which is like a fucking it's a music festival slash brand trade show slash fucking bootleg art basil slash you know all these things like slash food truck fair like whatever whatever (laughs) Yeah it is. I mean it's like they just they threw everything at the wall, you know? Like they literally threw every fucking thing and we're like in the pot and we're like, yo, we're gonna have music at night and then like You sounded a little disillusioned man. Because, I mean, it, 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 it. I'm disillusioned, I think, you know, I think if you're, like, fucking 17, 18, and, like, you live on the, in, you're, like, a hype beast, and you fucking, mm. you know, you live for, like, the fucking crazy rare Yeezys, and, like, the fucking right. whatever, whatever, then it's like, wow, this is the place where you can go and see it, and you can, like, meet the dudes that are, like, running the fucking, Sneaker stores that you like love And you can go and see Travis Scott And like fucking You can go see like like, fucking Odd Future And whatever And like you know you with like all these people Fucking um You know you're seeing the cool brands You're seeing like fucking pop ups And then you like go and eat some food And you hang out with your friends You walk around like cool Like that sounds fun Like but on our end as content creators It's like unless you're selling Or making money from it Like, I don't find it educational or, you know, Mm. anything. I mean, it it was interesting for me because, like, so many people that I've known in the industry were there. So I was, like, Mm. it was kind of like a reunion, like, where
2: Mm.
4: all my homies that used to work at Echo or Complex or, like, you know, people that are now, like, running brands or people that are, like, you know, agencies working with liquor companies Mm. or other artists, you know, everybody was there. Um, I mean, I was there because they paid me to go. So, like, all right, all right that's why I went. But, you know, it's not. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's. I think there's value in it, as. But again, it, it goes back to the idea that in order to really excite and incentivize a certain generation of folks to, like, come and participate, it needs to be this kind of all encompassing, like, okay, we're going to have, like, panel discussions and. Morning for those that are give a fuck enough to come and listen to like, mm. you know, people talk about their work, and then at night we're gonna have like fucking cheap drinks and free drinks and sponsored shit for a big concert, and then in the day you can run around and look at brands, new shit. You can actually buy stuff on the floor to where it's not like a trade show where you mm. know, it's like you know, like magic and pool and all project, project and all these things that you know. I used to go to Vegas for. Ron, did you ever go to Magic? In- nah,
1: the- man, I ain't never had no reason to go out there. Right, right, right. So, like, I don't think I ever been to Las Vegas. Really? Right, you're in some. Shit. Oh, yeah.
4: Right. Um, um, yeah. I mean, so like all these things, you know, I think it it's combining them to try and create something new. And I think brands are buying into it. I think from every everybody I spoke to, the um, Sort of the the numbers and the tallies. I think they were getting like twenty thousand people like throughout a, a day. It was a two day thing, so like I think it was successful on, on the part of the teams that put it together. And, and I think mm. it's definitely happening next year, and it's probably going to be bigger. Um, and it's a good thing for Complex Media because it's just another it's cultural touch point on like a generation of folks that like have grown up, you know, consuming that type of content, like you know.
1: I feel like this was the year I gave up. This was the year I gave up on even aspiring to reaching out to that market. I feel like I had a realization.
4: I feel you. Like so, what would be? What, like I remember, you know, we were talking about that you wanted to to go and participate, but like, what is? What's the market that I think? What, what do you think
1: is the market that? I think this is the year where I just. Accessible. <sighs> You know, like 2014, I kind of told myself like I'm done with it, right? Like I'm gonna give up. And then I kind of got the um, the <coughs> the nod from Image or whatever. And now I've, you know, I've I worked with them a little bit. Right. And um, yeah, thinking about market and if. Um, if I were to be super rational about it, that image is not really... um, I don't see image approaching a market, like a new market that would be interested in my work. You know, I don't really see any comic book company doing it. Maybe, I mean, I don't think Spike... For instance, Spike is an example, not of someone who found a market that would be interested in my work, but someone who had a model... That found a new market, or like even grows a market that's interested in the work that she's creating. Spike Trotman is a businesswoman cartoonist. <clears throat> so, um, and if I think about the market, I, I just I, I don't know. Like the I don't I'm, maybe I'm dancing around saying I don't know if it exists. <laughs> like I think at this point I'm kind of like there, I've had some inc- incidences where. Uh, I think coincidentally, people who aren't necessarily uh, bullseyes for like, what I do... Time i pull up at the
0: let out of spectacle. Heard the shit was jumping like the waterboard in Mexico. This the only time we on time and on schedule. Collars on the shirt, niggas trying to look respectable. Then I spot her with the fur and ice like an Eskimo. Stretching out my cash, so I'm hoping that she festival. Shouty swinging purses, and niggas swinging testicles. Eating fast food, but we smoking on a vegetable. She looking, man, she looking, man. Go hook a man, go hook a man And that lame tryna holler He a Bond wanna be, He a Roger Moore, a nigga I'm a Sean Connery Now you're looking at a man that's on a mission Blindsided cause your man don't got no vision Enemies tryna pack us in the prison Or we gon' pack up in that old Honda Civic Yeah, yeah, all hunting or prey. Yeah, yeah, why they looking at the waves? Yeah, yeah, y'all can bring it all
3: Do getting... you listen to this right like... now,
4: though? Uh, What am I listening to? Definitely a lot of the fucking. Yeah, I played Merry Christmas, Little Mama, like a million times. <laughs> this weekend. That's
2: my
4: jam. my shit. Um, yeah, let's talk about video games.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Street Fighter 5 got me mad, fam.
4: Why? Because
3: of Fam, I'm tired. Like, that story mode was so ass.
2: Niggas did annoy me. It. They rebuilt really
3: it. Yo, niggas made me so angry online. I can't, I gotta spend all this money to play the only characters I fuck with. Like
4: No, you either, I know, yeah, you either have to, like, play a fucking hours to get the points up through the game system, or you gotta, like, buy them. And it's, it's
3: expensive. Like, like... Like, I don't like how they made Charlie play. Like, I just wanted Charlie to play like old Charlie. He playing all different and shit. Achoo. Like, I'm a old, old man when it comes to that shit. I'm an old man. Like, I like, I, I,
4: just, it, I mean, it's definitely different. Like, I'm not... I, I enjoy... I think I enjoy watching the, like, professional tournaments more than I enjoy playing it. Because I got it. And I'm like, I don't really play it. Because it's just... Yeah. It's, it's daunting to, like, get into it. I'm just kind of waiting for, like, more characters to come out. I mean, Balrog's out. I'm playing him. I played him a bit. I, like, had to go through story mode to unlock him because I wasn't trying to buy him.
1: Um... Yeah, I'm back. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All
2: right,
1: right, go ahead. I left left five minutes. Y'all talking about Street Fighter. I see (laughs) (laughs)
2: that.
1: Talking about (laughs) this goddamn Street Fighter. I looked at it today, and I was like, damn, I want to play Street Fighter.
2: (sighs) <laughs> Yo,
3: I just want like that. Was, it was a period where you could play a little bit of that guile, but I had him for free, and I can get it. I can get in people's guts real quick. Pause.
2: Yo, gross.
3: <laughs> <laughs> get that flash kick right up in their chest. Oh man! And I was like, oh, now this nigga ain't free no more. Like I ain't even trying to. It's free.
4: You just gotta beat it. You gotta beat the shit like a couple of times, and you unlock him. Pause.
1: I Yo, so like, did you um? So, Julian, did you, um, you were saying Charlie don't play the same no more? He don't nah, play, man. he's not a charge character? Nash. Nah, he's
3: like, yeah, it's Charlie, Nash, whatever, yeah, like...
4: Nobody plays the same. Fucking, it's all, it's different. It's like, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, they have little bits and pieces where it's definitely, it's just that it's, they change it up. I mean, it's...
3: Well, why are you and Ken still play the same? Yeah. Like, I ain't even got a pick to play with them, like... Nah, I mean, Ken's
4: way more of a rushdown character yeah, than I, yeah, like, yeah. Ken's, in, yeah, he runs, it's crazy, like...
3: Yeah, well, right. wasn't he? I
1: mean, since Alpha kind of though, right?
3: No, nah, but like he literally, you can run, like you can run up on a nigga. <laughs> that's his, that's, <laughs> that's his He's
1: like kind of like gear or some shit. Yeah, like he can guy, run out
3: like pow. Da, 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 in that that getting that fucking. Yeah,
1: getting
3: that fucking. I used to though. love guy, man. I
1: just couldn't fucking. I just was never. You know, I could never. I never got really good with him, but I used to love to see people that whoop up on people with guy. Uh, with um, yeah, with guy, man. That character was crazy. And Alpha, did he come back yet?
2: Nah, nah, he's.
1: Yeah they like Hag- Hagar any of them Cody, Cody? no Cody, none of them was the uh,
3: final first. Cody, was in, yeah, four, Cody
2: was in 4 yeah Cody was in 4
3: they love bringing him back before he had like a bazillion people in it like right now I'm just waiting to play this motherfucking Tekken Seven second seven looks like, good that's the, gonna have Aquaman in it right? saw, yeah
4: PC, you saw Marvel Infinite
3: yo I'm fucking fucking hurt I'm fucking divided to my fucking soul over that shit
0: Cause,
3: oh why? This nigga, fuck Marvel Comics first and foremost. But then like, but nigga, I love them goddamn versus games, man. Like,
1: so they coming out
3: with a new joint, right? Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Nigga, they got Mega Man X in that shit.
1: Wow.
2: Him
3: yeah. to be in a versus game since like the first joints.
1: But Zero's been in it, right? Yeah.
3: Like nigga, Mega Man X, man. I don't even remember the I, other people hey, in the show. Cool. Like, I was like, Mega Man X and Ryu, was like, oh man, I can get busy with that combo.
2: Ah, uh, okay. And yeah, said, I'm sorry, man. Gems
3: in that shit? I was
2: like, oh. oh for real? Oh, no. <laughs> it's gonna be CG, so I'm
1: not gonna really fuck with it like that.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck with it. Like, with the, the reason that I play the game is to look at cool drawings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, literally more than half of the reasons It's just yeah. cool, cool yeah. pixel art. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, just seeing a bunch of people with crazy, large, weird looking hands and, like, you know what I mean? Making strange faces and then, like, you know, cloth going through the middle of someone's head for a few frames. Like, I'm just, that stuff turns me off so bad, yeah. B. Like, I just can't even look at it.
3: Yo, I played three so much. Like I got, like I got I bought three three times.
1: I got Street Fighter three? No, Marvel's Captain Marvel
3: I got that shit. Was I got the regular version. I got the ultimate version, and I got that shit on fucking PlayStation Vita, so I can play that shit on the fucking road. Like.
1: So what was it on? Like what? Um, it was on
3: three. and PS three. Okay. PS4.
1: Okay. And that's a CG one too, then, right?
3: Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Dante in it. What? And fucking Virgil.
1: Yeah, I like those guys. Those guys are cool. <clears throat> I mean, that's CG though. I've never seen those guys hand drawn. You know, what I mean, like as far as I know, like th- those characters are always have always been CG. Fans.
3: The thing with Marvel Four, like if it come out, like if it ain't got no X Men characters, like then I won't even feel bad about not playing it because it ain't a, like if it ain't got Magneto in it or setting. Yeah, what's the what's, the, what's the
2: point?
3: Or Wolverine? It's like this shit ain't even a Marvel game. Like, like I ain't, you know, I can't play with Magneto. Yeah. Nito?
1: I thought mm. she would be good If they just had Thor and Iron Man in that Nigga, fuck Or not Thor um, uh, Doom and Iron Man
3: Oh yeah like yeah I kind of do like Yeah like that's my, <laughs>
1: that <was> my people <laughs> you but. like fuck that Wait uh but, yeah uh actually though no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> But like yo Like yo, know, sometimes you gotta get Magneto out there like there's like constants, like like a Street Fighter Game ain't Street Fighter without Ryu you know what I'm saying Ryu yeah. and Ken like and
1: well, I certainly played um, Magneto from Jump Street from back in the day. A little, little sweep you up in the air with a little little magnetic tornado and, uh-huh. and do them silly-looking kicks to your ass so you fall back down to the ground You know, and make some magnetic. I don't know, some, like, magnetic ice. I don't know what the hell <laughs> yeah, he was shit. doing. Like, you <laughs> you know what yeah, what I don't say? know what the hell was going on with that, but I used to love to do that. Yeah, man. I used to like Yo, he had an L-Air combo, B. Yo, man, you know, Yeah. They
3: shoot that blast but, out. Oh, yo! Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 but so, but so, back to like market-wise, right? well I was talking about. My, my bad, I had to pee.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know, man. Julian, do you think I have a market? Like, what would my market be? You know, like I'm, I'm confused at this point because, like, so I was making. So my mom has some of her cookies up in the um free freezer or whatever. I'm about to make some of these holiday yeah. cookies you know what I'm
3: saying <laughs> yo I think like, I think <coughs> Grant man work well with that market but I also think that if you did it you would have to make it like a type of experience so even if the that's you didn't really purchase it, like you it can't just be like a comic book
2: yeah yeah like you got, got the toys and all of
3: that I don't know? even know if you need toys but you might need like some fresh gear though yeah you might need a pen though
1: right How's your uh,
4: how's the things with that Stela app?
1: Yo, don't even let's not even talk about that. I ain't even trying to talk about that. Mm. you know... Sorry.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyway, whatever. But, like, yeah, my market, I don't even know, B. I don't even mm. know. I mean, at a certain point, like I was saying, in 2014, I was kind of thinking, like, well, you know, I gave it a shot, you know what I mean? And I'm going to continue to give it a shot. I think there are a lot of artists who like what I do. You know, I met a lot of um, people working in comics, really cool, who have nice things to say about what I do. But, I don't, you know, like, at the end of the day, I don't think I should fucking shipwreck my life over, like, making artwork for, like, a couple hundred people who, you know, like what I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make sense.
4: Right. Yeah, it's a difficult, it's just, it's just difficult, uh, balance between strength, Like, and I think it just, I don't know, I think it just goes into it. And the balance between saving the work that you want and then also just getting compensated for it.
1: Yeah. uh, Plus, I'm fucking slow, B. Like, I just realized I'm just fucking slow. Like, I, you know, I have to. You're not slow, I mean. I have to research. I think you really.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you. Yeah, you.
3: You do everything yourself.
1: That's one
4: thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, I think that level of efficiency, I think that's something really to. Look at as as a creative because you know I look at like like let's say what Chantel does and I think like yeah she is a fucking black marker and a white wall unless like, she can get look up she so, get busy like, yeah real quick yeah, and it's
2: like, like,
4: yeah and I think that's smart from a few different standpoints because like, I think about for me when you know people ask me to do something live I'm trying to figure out this live performance uh, piece for like, yeah, and you know looking to do this amazing Ikebana artist or the piece that I did for the United you know, leadership program where I worked with this amazing Japanese ballerina, like it, it takes more setup, and then, you know, inevitably it's like it becomes just harder to execute just because of the sheer logistics of it so I think mm-hmm. creatively working backwards and, and also like working in a way that I think is just, I think is efficient you know, that you're able to create the work at least an aspect of one's own work, and then have an, another aspect that makes it a little bit more labor intensive. I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I think I have some of that. I think for me, you know, it takes me a lot to make paintings, but like, it's still certainly not, you know, what it would be to fucking do a life size fucking oil study. You know? mm. It's like, I'm not spending months on a piece. Like, right. You know.
1: Well, that's, um, that's not sustainable. I mean, I at this mean point, it is. If, if, you, if you get to the point, exactly. If you, get to, if you get to the
4: point to where it's like, you know, you, you seclude yourself from the public, or, you know, from fucking life for six months, then you create, you know, 10, 20 works that, you know, to.
1: So, do but to get back to. For, uh, to get back to what you said before, like, is that a work of your time? <laughs> or are you I mean, trying to tie shit? You know
4: what I mean? mean? I think it's a balance because what's interesting is like I think the again the way that we consume content for more for more often than not that same amount of work and craftsmanship is boiled down to the same fucking thousand pixel image that's going to be on Instagram you know what I'm saying it's like or it's going to be like on fucking your feed and Facebook or whatever like so these things all come back I think and they're consumed the same way that- Wait, wait
1: wait wait say that again
4: I think the craftsmanship that goes into, let's say, a two-dimensional work is what I'm referring to, like painting. You know, if you're if you're looking at somebody that there's, you know, I don't know. I think an old, a master, somebody that could do a very well depicted figurative work, something like that. You know, I think that craft it becomes. I don't know. I think it becomes undervalued because, it, again, at the same time, more more often than not, I think the majority of people that are gonna interact and consume that piece or see that piece rather are going to be seeing it in the same context of like you yeah. know some a work that might have taken a fucking <laughs> house. You know, like,
1: what's the what's the app what's the app that does paintings? Like it does illustrations and stuff? Uh, prisma. Yeah, yeah, like that's it's gonna be seen as yeah. the same as a prisma of somebody's cat or something, right? <laughs> Which is like I, I love those pictures, by the way. I love the Prisma of somebody's cat. Somebody had one where it was like, it was like a cat with like a slice of pizza, and like it was yeah. ran through Prisma, but like the pizza was an emoji, and then it was like a little shit emoji. Oh, that was my homegirl, Lily. I fucking love that picture. I love it more than some paintings i see. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Keep it 100.
4: I mean, I agree. I think there's there's lady there, but I'm just saying, you know, I think... That would, in specific talking to you, do you hear me
2: Mhm-
4: yeah, yeah, all right, so in specific talking to you, like, like I think you know you've you created a way of working that can be labor intensive, and i I don't know if there's a way around it, but like you know that's something definitely uh worth looking into, you know like
1: I'll I'm it's trying low, I' didn't say it's labor intensive <laughs>
4: I mean I would
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead though. I'm fucking with you. I feel like it
4: is. I mean, I feel like, you know, the work is that you do
1: going is. by
3: comics like he, you do everything yourself. Like the only thing mm. you don't do at times is letter sometimes. Like mm. historically comics, right. everybody that shit is split up into like five to six jobs. And that's why shit can come out in like four weeks. Mm. Or you could be crazy like the manga car and they just draw and ink everything with like a squad, an apartment full of people, and they get shit out every fucking six days.
2: Yeah.
1: That shit is so real. So much respect for those people who really don't have a life a lot of times neither.
2: Yeah, right. That,
1: That manga shit takes up their life, man.
2: You know? Yeah. It's
1: not a joke. Yeah. I don't know, man. We're figuring it out. Yeah, I agree. I think it's definitely,
4: again, it really comes down to, you know, the type of work that one wants to create. I mean, like, I don't know, I have an idea of what I want, you know, a, sort of a studio setup and just the ability to go. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we talk about, it, it's like you know, I want my little spot somewhere, be in the city, mm-hmm. have my show, do my little shows, like, you know, do, find a balance between, like, you know, selling work. And kind of doing these brand collaborations, and I think it's—I I really don't think it's far off. And I mean, it's—it's it's already happening in a certain degree. I just want to be able to make it happen with consistency and with like a traje- trajectory that just is like growing. Um, mm. And it—it it is just like again, kind of continuing it and being mindful of like how to foster that growth is
2: mm.
4: is difficult. And for me, the only way that I've been able to do it is. Just just by fucking face-to-face meetings with people, and and that's why, to me, I think New York is still important in my own mm. my own narrative because it's like it's putting me. I always say like, if you pay for the proximity the opportunity, and for me, it's like you know all these meetings, fucking people, and everything like it's it's come through this window of of New York uh, um, and the people that I've met over the years. And I wish I could speed it up, and like you know, I think. I think things like social media can be an accelerant to where once you have more visibility and, and you have engagement then like things pick up and you know I'm lucky that I feel like I know I, will, I know I know a good amount of people and I know some good people you know what I'm saying and I think that just comes with time but it's like at a certain point you know at a certain point for me I was I' like kind of lament the fact that I look at all a lot of my peers and the people that I've known over the years, and they're all I'm fucking doing great. Like my boys from public school, well, me,
2: motherfuckers I, look at I, you like, like that,
4: people. b.
1: Yeah, motherfuckers is looking at you like that. You know,
4: yeah, but I, I think they're doing great on like a different level. Like they're doing, like they have something. I have just me by myself, you know, and like I feel like they were they have all been able to establish something beyond themselves, and like. That's where I, I kind of, in a way, have made me more than just me, but uh, it's, it's difficult because I'm struggling to try to figure out, like, how to transcend that and, and create something bigger than just, like, fucking Lex is, like, one person. Did so, you see
1: that? Um, did you read that article that, um, <clears throat> I think it was, I don't know if he posted it or if he wrote it. Uh, your boy from the roots... Um, Quest? Quest love, Yeah, he did that one little thing where he was talking about how you gotta squat up to, like, achieve.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did right there or something, but he was... Yeah. And, it's, and I mean, you know, I think, Ron, you probably said the same thing, right? like, Like, um, you know, you just don't have that kind of community or community at wow. all. And like, I wish yeah. I... I'm trying to figure out that out. It's difficult because it's like, I look at just so many different kind of little squads here and there, and I'm like, damn, like, they are just be getting into stuff, and, like, for me, it's like, well, I know all these people, and everybody's, I'm friends with all these people, and I can call on them and share my work and this and that, but, like, it's it's that idea of, like, having that community, and, I mean, I look at, you know, what Wes has done with Matt Decent, and, like, bringing in other younger producers into the fold, and, like, mm. I mean, all that shit is, is it's worthwhile about, and, like, and I, I kind of, again, lament the fact that I've not been able to do it and I'm, it might be just on it's maybe counterintuitive for me as a person, like just uh like, you know I, I, I think I kind of work better just by myself and at the same time it's also like a laziness towards where it's like I'm, I've not had to do that, like I've been mm-hmm. able to do okay with just me but I understand that I think to really go beyond a certain level like I need to have at least some, some help and I'm trying to, Trying to figure that out, and that's
1: have you? That's yeah. Happening. I'm curious. Maybe not on the podcast, but I'm curious. Like, what you've been looking at? You know, like what you know. What have you been seeing as a possibility? Yeah, you know, I mean, what direction have you been looking? Is it within the visual art squad, or is it like a cultural thing? Is it a collective thing? Like, how are you? Looking this, at? For me, right now, like
4: I'm trying to utilize. I think the visibility and the platform that art gives me as access to other things. So, like in he, like, I, I went to the White House, so like, charity organizations, I've, you know, are aligned with Pencils of Promise, right? So, mm-hmm. they're an amazing organization. I did work with them this year. We raised over $1.5 million in one wow. night. That's I created paintings that sold in total for $30,000 to raise money for their charity. I basically built wow. a school in Ghana. So, like, yes. my, my paintings that were sold at auction, like, built a school for kids. And I'm, they're going to bring me to Ghana this year. And they want me to go see it and, like, participate. And, like, I want to do that. And, and you know, that put me in the room with a lot of really amazing people. And if anything, that's, like, you know, the, the last couple of years have allowed me to do that with the White House and uh, ACTAR, and, and then, you know, the program that I did in Hong Kong before, Hands On Hong Kong. And, like, now with the United States-Japan Leadership Program. And now I'm trying to mm-hmm. get to the United states um Tomolachi Project. Like I'm trying to utilize that avenue of, you know, I think um participation, I think philanthropy or just volunteering. I think that's that's a worthwhile place because it's just it puts you I mean it's it's fulfilling and I think it's it's part of why we're here and I think it's mm-hmm. something that I want to do and give back to give back as a person. But also like I mean It really does, I think, open doors in in ways that I think you can't really begin to think think of. So I want to continue that, um, and I'm hoping to do that. And then, and you know, I think speaking to me, I think that's something that I would like to continue doing more because I think that's something I can kind of communicate and and utilize Mm -hmm. that that I think other artists aren't able to do. So I think that's like my lane because I look at like you know the people that I'm, I'm representing and then I'm working with this uh, Iconoclast artist management they manage like Futura Hayes Crank fucking Rostar Bergman Fantasy big names like yeah this whole generation of artists like I'm now in the same umbrella right mm-hmm. and uh, I think how do I kind of s- I think like step outside is like you know I feel like I'm somebody that is able to speak and you know do so and have have done so and have a, like a track record of doing that um, um, also, like, I inhabit, like, more of, like, high-fashion, like, for lack of a better term, like, some of them, and then also just the, that philanthropic kind of governmental organization, institutional organization involvement. I think that's something that, that I want to continue playing into, because it's just, it's just I, I dig it, just from, like, a personal standpoint. Like, I love being around fucking ambassadors and people that are like, I don't have anything technically in common. But just, like, what I read and, like, what I, what inspires me is, like, shit outside of the arts, and so having just a a direct dialogue with these folks is something that's inspirational, and, you know, I think that that's something worthwhile, um, again, it's a roundabout, nebulous way of going towards a goal, like, I think it's, it's, I don't understand where it's going to lead me, I just feel like that hopefully, God willing, it, like, puts me in the right place at the right time at some point, um, and that's just, that. That's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking to continue to move towards. And, you know.
1: But it sounds like it's also it, it's um, generating creative sort of energy for you, you know, which is like really important, you know. I think it's yes. great, you know, to pursue that in and of itself is a positive thing, you know, like if being around these people and being in this environment is fulfilling, you know, like, yeah. I mean, we talk about it a lot, but. Yeah, that fulfillment is the most important, I feel, the most important part. Like, you could be taking out garbage, you know, like, but if you find that fulfillment, like, that's that thing that people be chasing they don't even realize it, you know what I mean? It's like that feeling of fulfillment, like, what, what I'm doing has purpose and is valuable to me and my community, you know? Yeah, a million percent, and I think that's, that's tough creative
4: because I think so much of it is self-serving, or just inherently, yeah. I think to be a creative, you essentially look inwards, and you're trying to sort of explore something, or I mean, that's you know, a way of it, it, for sure. Yeah, it's one way, and I, I, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for me, my art is not inherently political, or it's not, you know, it is in a way, I mean, it's cultural, but it's not, like, I think, as, like, you, we are talking about, like, some of the, like, black artists that really explore, like, that blackness or Mm. You know somebody like Oswald Miller that you know explores kind of like the special up mm. or whatever this sort of stuff, so like i 'm not necessarily doing that, but I think there's other ways that I can kind of create value um, societally like mm-hmm. that that i you know I can contribute in a different sort of way, so like I mean for me yeah, I want to make cool looking shit you know i want I want to make <laughs> shit that I want and, mm. and for me, what I want is not necessarily. You know, something that is hyper-political or, like, an overt statement. For me, I shit that's beautiful. I love beautiful shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love a beautiful fucking jacket. It's like a beautiful Mm. pair of shoes. Like, a beautiful woman. Like, fucking, I love that shit. So... Are you going to make a woman? you like, weird science? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yo, Kelly LeBrock? Yo, I used to... that was definitely... (laughs) The daughter from the movie? Yeah. (laughs) Kelly LeBrock. Yeah, Hmm. (laughs) choose the them Uh back. Yeah, so like, yeah, I I definitely appreciate that, and I I think I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's there's ways to kind of create things of value and and things that that are lasting, of lasting impact. And I think what's interesting now too is like you know, in in a world you know we're talking a little bit about we're talking about work and sort of craft and, and time as a commodity for work. But you know, I think um, yeah, there's something to be said about that work that is referencing kind of like a more Renaissance style, you know, of things that were created as craft, as as artisanship, you know, mm, as no. sort of, you know, really considered. It was a sort of like celebration of beauty of nature of, of all this stuff i think there's something to be said
1: oh and there's there's a lot of you know there are a lot of ideas in that you know that work as well you know yeah. um and often very political you know like what they're doing with the bodies has something you know is is a political statement you know uh how oh, yeah they, the body's role
4: so and, with the people that he chose to to bring depict like the the prostitutes
1: i mean that was that was a he was just drawing he was just painting men that he was into it too though like the beautiful (laughs)
2: like that's what it was i don't think
1: i think it wasn't i think the political aspect of his work was like you know that he what it was getting probably his position in the market and for the people he was making it you know like uh In the stove,
2: it's
1: in it. It was ready though, right? Anyway, yeah. Um, I don't uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I'm excited to see uh wow, McNutt is her last name.
2: <laughs>
1: um <laughs> sorry <laughs> some football, somebody's last name is McNutt. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. There's <laughs> you can't you can't help it. What does Mick means like son of though, right? Or like is not like that Mick means something in like I don't know Irish or Gaelic or something <laughs> like McMahon. Yeah, McNutt. <laughs> <McNuts. laughs> <laughs> What's this? There's got to be a term for
4: Gaelic. Gaelic. I barely Oh any. no! <laughs>
2: I'm barely comfortable with homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: yeah mm. language uh, um yeah man I, I don't know i'm thinking about your um thinking about that's it's very it's very interesting
4: yeah i mean that in terms of lane i mean for me like I definitely kind of came to the realization of like I talked to my, my agents and they're like Yo, number one thing, we just got to get you selling more work. And I think that's that's a driving kind of revenue stream that, like, I've, it looks like I could really pick up on um, if I were to just kind of create work and put it out in a way that's a little bit more consistent because, like, I basically scramble to create whatever because of deadlines. So it's like, yo, I get, like, the contract for Bath Two weeks before, or whatever, and then and I'm just like, all right, Lex. What, like, what the fuck can I do with like me, an art store, and Home Depot? Like, you know, and you know, really, like, <laughs> that's it's true though. It's like, yeah, you know, I don't even have like a proper studio right now. Like, I fucking, I told you, like, I'm trying to figure that out. I gotta figure out the apartment. So it's like, I feel like if I can just get to the point where I got my little spot, I got a studio, or I got a spot that is a studio, then it's like at least I can start having people over and like just, like showing work and then like documenting the process of creating it and having like a more consistent Instagram presence and like putting it out there you know like that's I think that's step one and then from there it's like kind of like involving people and and then fucking hopefully getting in, into the other hands of like the right collectors and I mean it's not far it's just a matter of like doing it and I don't know it's um it becomes that that sort of process
1: Hmm. Yeah. creating that creating that space where you can continue to create work yeah, i really i feel like at this point in my life be i'm happier than ever just going about the process of making work um i'm I'm frightened about uh if it'll sustain if it'll be sustainable, but I really don't care about um it's nice to get the little likes or whatever you know what I mean, but i I just um I don't think I don't want my books like I wouldn't want my books um I think i would maybe I would have wanted my books ten or fifteen years ago when I was in college or something, you know, but at this point so you I, wouldn't buy um, I wouldn't buy my books no. I just I have no interest in I actually have no interest in any sort of I'm just not interested in most like sort of speculative fiction or any I'm not really I'm not into I,
3: anyway
1: though. Yeah, I'm not really in I mean I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like um that's why that's why I have not like I have maybe a little bit of a sober view about my comics because like I don't you know, um I'm not I don't feel you know, I met these cartoonists from Richmond, Virginia. It was, like, the first time besides, like, Julian that I met anyone that I felt like, okay, these people are in the comics and I kind of understand them and I get along with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Dysart, you know, there's been one or two creators here and there who I'm like, okay, this is a person I fucks with and they also happen to be working in comics or are into comics, who are reading comics, right?
0: It's
2: like, I don't,
1: you know... And... The way I look at comics, I you know, um, I've met people who maybe look at comics in that way. I don't know. Actually, I don't know, man. I um, so, but I'm really excited about doing the work. You know, like I'm, I'm really happy. Like on Sunset Park, Julian will tell you. Like, the stories that I come up with, these crazy, weird stories, I'm really excited about making those stories, you know? Like, okay. I'm excited about thinking about how I'm going to, you know, to get back into radical aesthetics. Like, what I'm going to do with my aesthetics to, um, you know, how I'm going to tell the story, you know what I mean? Uh, but I'm not really checking for comics like that. Like, I got a couple friends whose comics I like, you know, I it's almost like kind of being... Uh, maybe peeking into their life a little bit. I genuinely liked Richie Pope's uh, Father Son. That was a comic I genuinely liked. It's like, wow, this is dope. This is a great little piece of. This is fun, you know. Um, Aiden Coke, I like her work. You know what I mean? Like, I can I can get into it. Like, I actually pick it up to read. There's just not a lot that I'm into. So, um, to think about when you said that, it was very interesting. It's interesting for me to think about uh, what I want, you know, like, beautiful things. I like beautiful things, too, Lex. I actually don't feel I need to make them, though. I think I would mm-hmm. be into making clothes, you know? Like, if I weren't making comics, I'd be into clothes, you know? Okay. I don't know if I have the patience and, you know, to to work in that industry or the, the particular type of patience required to work in that mm-hmm. industry, you know? I enjoy beauty, like, in cinema and, like, well-made things. I think I enjoy them so much I almost don't want to see how the sausage is made. You know? That's well said, yeah. Well,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. man, Like, a beautiful... You know, I do like to cook, though. But it's like, I like to, you know, for my friends and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I, and, I, and I appreciate... I appreciate that sort of creativity that goes into making food. You know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, um... I, it's weird for me to think, and I used to think more like that, like, yeah, I want to do something that I, you know, like, I, I love. Like, I don't want to make films. I used to want to make films. I got to a point where it's like, no, I, I like to see films. <laughs> I don't want to make them, you know? Yeah, oh, it's tough.
4: Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I think, you know, that product, or rather, um, the impulse to, I think, not necessarily have that same sort of visual diet or to pay attention as much to one's own medium. I don't know if that's the product of just age and progression and kind of, like, coming to a point to where, you know, you've seen a lot of it and then, you know, rather than looking for... Yeah, because I always say this, when I was in school, like, I, I kind of consciously kept a visual diet to where, like, mm. I consumed as much visual content looking at books, going to Zaka, like, you know, looking and, like, searching weird weird fucking blogs and, like, and I was so excited to, like, find these weird blogs of, like, just these kind of streams of tastes that, like, I aligned with and whatever and honestly, like, it's been years since I've looked at anything with any real intent to where, like, I basically, if I, if I have a project where it's, like, oh, I gotta design a range of chocolates, I'll go and do a dive and, like, look around at, like, what the landscape of chocolates look like, you know? Because it's, like, Mm. maybe I'm not super familiar with that. But other than that, I just use my own sort of wellspring of of just repertoire or whatever, like, and I'm like, Mm. all right, well, I'm going to do my take. Like, I don't really give a fuck about, like, every other chocolate that's ever been made, you know? So Mm. it's, like, or clothing is the same same thing. It's, like, all right, I'm going to look at palettes and prints and, like, you know, designers that I I look at and Mm -hmm. that I'm aware of, and then I'll take bits and pieces and just come up with what I think I need, I want, you know, and and so, I don't know if, you know, you're this, I think, sort of, uh, disaffection with, with <laughs> yeah. whatever, with with comics, I mean, you know, it, it may or may not come with just, like, a lack of interaction, engagement, but maybe it's also like, you know, you've come to a point to where you have confidence and a familiarity and, I think ability that people strive for to where you no longer really need to be consuming it in order to be informed enough to create it, you know? Like, mm. I think you, you've you learned the language and now it's kind of time to, to form your own dialect or, or whatever. But, I mean, um, I
1: also feel, man, I don't know if you know this, but for the longest time, um, for the longest time, I... You know, I have a few people who I kind of... I, I think about, I write for, or like... Um, hypothetically right? for, and for years and years and years, I thought about how could I, could I make a comic that Lex would read or would buy, you know, and it was something I chased for, as an idea, as a thought, as a thought project, right, not not that I ever made anything like that, and, um, that's and that's I right. think... I and I think, yeah. I mean, I think the reason why I did it was because like you were a proxy for me, you know, like someone who's from the outside, whose tastes I appreciate, and who like you know, you put me on to some stuff and be like, yo, this shit is dope. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's somebody who, if you say like, yo, check this shit out, I take it seriously. You know what I mean? Um, right. And I was like, wow, you know. It was a way for me to get outside of myself and maybe ask questions about why I don't like why I'm not interested in a lot of things, you know, um enough to engage you know full bore, you know what I mean, like to really get into. And it's like I find myself now I'm like i'm I'm reading a lot, you know, and like I'm just i have I'm so thankful to have an excuse to read the things that I'm reading for my projects <laughs> you know what I mean
2: mm-hmm. but like I would
1: never want to see I don't think I would want to read the um I don't know maybe that's not true as a novel maybe yeah I don't know that's why I asked you Julian cause I, I literally man like honestly what if you were to say like oh this is your market I'd be like uh, okay now I know the direction my PR needs to go I used to think maybe it was that like maybe I could go after the kids that I used to be which would have been aspirational hype beasts like never had the money <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like to see the cool things hype beasts when we were kids were different than what they are now you know like they were yeah. getting they were into the magazines like they were into the <clears throat> it was a little I different know, man.
3: man. those niggas were still buying Jordans 15 years ago
1: yeah, no, they were just right yeah, they were just dudes buying Jordans now. But now there's back shirts, then
3: they buy expensive shirts. Right, Ava Rex jackets became
1: right. Things, um, right. but those guys the weren't really. I, I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't consider when we were kids. I wouldn't consider them hype beasts. I would have just consider them people who like Jordans. They like Jays. Like everybody like Jays. But that's yeah. I mean, when we, we were
3: came from. It's
1: right, like, but like, It's right, like but the like,
3: culture of clothes and other things. But It's the same thing,
1: right? Okay. Well, let me. Well, let me. Let me specify. Final iceberg me shirt. Specify. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let me. But let me specify. Like people. Like people who are either tastemakers or like one bus down from a tastemaker is like what I'm thinking about. Not, right, right, not right. you know what I mean?
4: That, those are the people you want to keep. It with, yeah. Yeah, you know
3: that's saying? what I, I used to think. Feel. Like you know what? Ten years ago, it was like, or twelve, twelve years ago. You know, you get the Japanese denim and you get the. You get the bait. You know, it's the same. It's, it, it changed up a little bit, but it really didn't change up that much. The size didn't changed up. But I don't it's know, kind of the feels the same.
1: I don't know though. I don't know. I think there was an element of digging that I don't see as much now. Like there's you know, there was actually some there's a bit of a um there's um, a bit of whose part? Hmm? On digging on whose part on curators or first bust down from a curator, right? <laughs> like So, meaning, like, someone who was in that scene was probably a tastemaker for squares. You know what I mean? And then, like, you know, but amongst themselves, it's like, okay, well, they're going through magazines. They're looking at different things. They're finding, you know, I think it was, it's almost like before Google, right? You have to do a search. Maybe you're going to find weirder things. I think um, it's a little bit, more.
3: um... So, like, how far back are you going? Because it's like
1: I'm thinking about when I was a. I'm thinking about when I was in school. So you know yeah, I mean? it
3: was every everything was like yeah, it was magazines and it was. It's like, a little more like, monocultural
1: it now. It though. It it's was a little strong, more monocultural.
3: Yeah, it's democratized. It's like it's not regional either. Like we grew up in the DC area, which was completely different from New York, which was different from Philly, which was different from Baltimore, right. which is different from Atlanta, which is different from. Florida, which is different from Texas, which is different from Chicago, but now, we got the internet, so it's like, some some shit is popping in the bay, and the shit is dope, you know, you fucking get on the internet and we're gonna cop that shit
2: it's true, but
1: it's true, but there was also like, there also was like a unifying, there was a weird unifying culture was what was happening around like, you know, from like 2000 to 2004 like, there was a weird unifying culture of like people who were digging and kind of like unified by some of the things that they were digging, you know. But it was you still had to dig, be like it wasn't. I don't feel like I just don't yeah, feel it was as monocultural.
3: different. The digging is just different. Like I dig on, back then, it was real. You still had the internet. It was just mad basic. It was like message boards and
1: channels. yeah, no, absolutely. So it's just you know,
3: and it had city centers, and it was MTV, and it was TV shows, and. <laughs> She, she was just yeah, crazy. I just feel like, yo, if you
1: were on that shit, I don't know if you was going to find what you were into on MTV, though. You know what I mean? Like, It
3: depends. What, I, I, it, depends. it depends on what, what show you watch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe you like up late at night watching some crazy, weird, like, <laughs> MTV2 yeah, yeah, or you whatever. Might
2: watch
1: techno show <laughs> yeah, you like, might find some weird shit on there. It's true. You know, but, like, yeah, there was, you know, like, it's weird. It was, it was a little, I feel like it was a little bit different, too, in the sense that, um, I'll, I mean I don't know maybe these kids are makers maybe a lot of them are making things you know and we just haven't I haven't seen it yet like I'm a little bit further out and it's difficult for me to see what they're making Um, I feel like they're, I mean it feels right now it just feels a little bit more um, monocultural and corporate than it did back then that's just what it feels like to me you know like when left I mean, was out again, there, I, don't I don't know like like B, when you were, okay, guess, so when you were making your little magazines and stuff, and like when you know, like there was a lot of stuff like that, man. Like I don't know, it seemed a little, it seemed a little different. Maybe that stuff is still out here.
4: It, it was different, and it is different. But it, it, again, it's like way in which we, again, it, it's just the same paradigm to where you look at the generation before. To where like before there was MTV, you know, how does like how did people relate to music before there was like radio? Like how did it? before there was TV in general, like. You know, all these things, there, there were always these sort of shifts and jumps. I think definitely we live through and are the generation that's on the cusp of the largest sort of shift in access to inf- information. Uh, we we were, were the last generation to live without it and with it. You know, like I think every other generation past us, like basically grew up with um, a version of the internet. Like for uh, we that kind of got like the bare fucking and minimal right. uh, influence well, of it at the beginning. So, but yeah, yeah okay. so let me, what you're saying, mm-hmm. I yeah.
1: want to clarify, too, so what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that that vibe doesn't exist as it does now, I'm saying that, like, you can't find the contemporary version of what, say, like, that type of person was when we were kids in the lineage of it, you know what I mean? Like, so, I think it's evolved, and now that type of uh, person or mind is not necessarily... Um, what would you call it? like? It's not descending from what we, you know, like that person. It still is.
3: It is. They do me. like I don't. It feels the same to me.
1: Like
4: right. you know, like I mean, yo, yeah, it's like, all right, so like in music, it's like there is no more underground. There's no, nothing is fucking underground anymore. Like everything is fucking accessible by every person with the fucking internet connection. You know what I mean? So it's like not only is it globalized. I mean, it's it's now everything is just. Kind of a search way, but in the ubiquity of like just the sheer amount of information that 's being created and the sheer amount of like genres and subgenres that are being created and developed in groups and all this shit then there there in fact is like the i think the aspect of sort of digging because like more out- yeah i mean i wouldn't have to i wouldn
1: 't disagree with that i 'm just saying like I'm not sure that um the house that those diggers built has those diggers in it. I think it's in a different house, but you know,
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I,
4: I, I don't disagree with that. But what I, what I will say, I mean, uh, you know, the the book um, "World Is Flat" Tom Friedman. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, like we talked about, like the idea that like the, the knots, like the early two thousands were uh, the the generation, the decades of kind of content creation. And then the years after that, where we're at now is the, uh, the age of the filter, really. So where it becomes, you know, it becomes about understanding, it becomes about creation of content, um, consumption of content, editing of content, it becomes more important than just the creation of it. Now you have the democratization of, like, the tools of creation, content creation, are right mm-hmm. in the hands of everybody, like Julian said, like, everybody can have a fucking dope $350 VR camera or whatever, and, like, you know, the editing software to fucking, with with an app, like, to make a fucking compelling vine or video that can, you know, reach hundreds of millions of people. But, again, that, I think, demonetizes the reach, impact, and effect of, like, what it is now to reach that big of an audience. Because, like... You know, somebody can fucking make something that reaches a million people, and then really it's a spike in their life, but then after that, what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, you know, you were to do that 15, 20 years ago, you reached that many people. Like, you definitely had made a big impact and were um, amongst less people in the world that were able to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. I was watching a conversation between Perry Farrell, appointed for Pyros, and Chris Blackwell, the founder of Island Mm -hmm. Music, and he was like, yeah, like, when, when he was making fucking, you know, reggae 45s and shit in the 60s, like, like, it was like, you know, once you had that one hit when you would have reached, you know, a few thousand people, you had that credibility to do whatever. Now mm-hmm. it's like you reach a few thousand people, that's nothing. You know, like, no. every, girl, every girl with a fucking thong and a mirror in her bathroom does that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no big deal. So again, I think we're just talking about differences in scale that really relate to the platforms and the media. Um, and I think again, there there is weird shit that's out there, and like, you know, well, I know I'm, I'm not like saying I
1: don't think there's weird shit out there, I'm saying, okay, so like where this came from was me thinking that me thinking that maybe the the house that like, I came up in, you know, like sort of that weird maybe um, kids, you know, like the you know <laughs> Like the shit that you know, like the 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 place where I would go, like so for instance, maybe I would think, Oh, maybe oh, complex con is the place to go, right? Because okay, it's all all of the points are there. Like all of the all of the things that you know, when I was kinda coming up that I was into um maybe like the that's what it is ten, twelve years later, right? My point being I don't know if I don't know if like the um, the environment that that m- movement kind of created is uh, uh, is the same as what that how that movement started. You know what I mean? I think it would be ridiculous to think like nothing's like that, right? Like nothing oh, is I the same. I you know?
3: I think we disagree on what those movements were.
1: Yeah, I That's mean, well, be explicit. Really yeah. Yeah. To be explicit, um, like, I think about, you know, I think about, okay, I think about, like, O two 2 or whatever. I think about, like, when they had the huge, you know, super flash show at, um, at uh, Brooklyn Museum of Art. Like, I think about um, kind of picking up all the little weird, you know, following all the weird design magazines, the character culture, um, this kind of convergence of street culture, of pop art of, like, you know, weird, um, <clears throat> weird brands, like, something like, uh, what's the name of the brand that kind of made clothes, like, post-apocalyptic clothes out of, like, recycled materials, for the name of them now, oh, but, um, yeah, Final uh-huh. Home, like, weird, you know, weird things where it's, like, kids just in the streets finding weird little shit, and kind of, like, you know, not necessarily among those cats, there might not be one thing you could say, oh, this is a dope shit that we need to line up and get. You know what I mean? Like, maybe every once in a while, but, like, it was just kind of like a... um, It was a different sort of vibe. And I feel from that, you know, you had media outlets that sort of, like, kind of started to cover that culture and started to codify that culture and started to, um, you know... kind of even become like the uh the major media outlets to stay up on what's happening in that culture but in a weird sort of way manufacturing a monoculture that could be like consumed um and here we are like 10 years later and me thinking like okay well these kids follow these magazines and they follow these things because like maybe they are um you know i think i just like it was a yeah, man, I don't know if like-minded. Like, I think maybe I made an assumption about them. You know,
4: you're making an assumption that they would relate to your work because
1: you were of that. Yeah, you know, which is like I think the wrong assumption yeah. I made. That's the yeah. wrong assumption. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah, I problem. mean, yeah,
4: I think. I mean, at the same time, I don't know. Like, you could look back and sort of take a step away from that vantage point and understand that I think even at that when you were consuming the content then, regardless of access to a a, a wider way of of accessibility, like a larger accessibility or whatever, like, you know, you were of something that was compelling to you regardless, I think, notwithstanding or regardless of its sort of position or, like, relation to a continuum of, like, a culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. I mean, you were at some point you decided that you were interested in in Japanese culture and anime and whatever, and then that was, like, what was compelling and brought you into into the fold for, you know, something like super flat and being somebody that was privy and, and even, you know, um, compelled to go see that show, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, you, you base these things on your own decisions and your own sort of perspective, so I think, like, like, that's the same thing that motherfuckers are doing now, and I think, you know, I look at it, and I see the stuff that they're into and I mean it's the same shit I'm into. I'm like, you know, I look at up and coming streetwear brands and like fucking fashion and then mm. I don't know, like fucking are we all bumping fucking Migos and fucking Kodak and fucking oh uh, like, you know losy <laughs> M- <laughs> and, and Yeah, like I fuck with it. Like I love it. I really, I literally mm-hmm. play that shit and I fuck with it. And and it I don't feel separated from it. You know what I'm saying? I maybe I don't know like the crazy underground fucking i don't know like chicago detroit rapper or something i don't know like maybe i don't know the crazy okay. small mixtape yet but like yeah. i'm sure if i spent a night digging around and asking my friends like i could figure it out like it's not
2: you know uh, it's yeah not, i mean it's i don't like even think that. i don't even
1: think yeah i don't even think that's like i'm not worried about i'm not worried about any of that in terms of like my own sort of yeah, life enjoyment yeah, or well, I mean, I'm not. It's like I'm not That's. I think that's the kind of paradigm shift that came. I'm not. I don't care about relevance. You know, like uh, in in regard to like youthfulness um, or contemporary contemporary contemporality. You know what I mean? Like, I just. I yeah. kind of. Um, I'm not worried about it. It doesn't mean that I don't think it's important. I'm just not worried about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I kind of feel like um, that isn't. I think I do have cats probably in that market that kind of coincidentally happen to be the market that I'm looking for. I just know that that's not the market. Like, there's a different value structure. You know what I mean? Like, a whole bunch of different cats are in that. You know what I mean? Some of the cats who may be into what I'm into are in there, too. I just haven't figured out if I can figure out what the... um, what the market is, you know what I mean, like, I just don't, I don't know what it is, I don't know if being in that space be beneficial for me, you know what I mean, like, so I'm trying to figure out what that space is, and, like, you know, for the life of me, I hope it's not, like, sort of this milquetoast academic um, space, because, like, while I do get a lot of love from, sort of, the comic academic space or, like, you know, some smarty pants types, I just kind of, like, um, I don't know, B. Like I I've been in the same place for, like, four years now. I just really don't know. I don't know what what it is. I'm very happy with doing the work. I just don't know, like, what to do afterwards, you know?
4: Yeah, I mean, when you say what to do afterwards, what do you mean in terms of how to make a connect and how to sort of...
1: Like, who I need to put it in front of. Because, like, I actually, you know what, I think I'm good at what I do. Um, you very, very good, yeah. You know, I think I'm good at what I do. Uh, I think I'm making a dope... I'm making dope art, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> um, but I, think I think it's of a high quality, but I don't necessarily know. I, think, I, I have you know, to believe two things. Either I'm not putting it in the right place... Or, um, there is no place to put it. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: <laughs>
4: well, that's what she said.
2: One yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the nights. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: yo, I gotta go. Yo, yeah,
1: I think. Yo, know, you got work tomorrow? You gotta go?
3: Yeah, no, nah, I got something. I gotta hold another
1: call back. Okay, my bad. Yeah.
0: yeah, Lex, you can still keep talking. I can't see him. i picking Oh, my, my, my. Oh, my, my. No I was took. One look at this lock. crew. Taking flight at her sight. Talking fight at her sight. Taking flight at sight. Oh my, my, my. One look what it took. One look what it took. One look I was took. One look at this crew. flight at her sight. Can flight sight mm, talking flight at her sight, mm, sight. Taking fight at her sight. Mm, they can fight up for sight oh my, my we mind. You no can no longer come on me. No can no uh. <laughs> 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 hey, you so tell me what's to look down. I what? What's the house? to tell
2: me what's to look down?